And <laughs> are you looking it up, Wise? <laughs> I was, but then I didn't care anymore. Yeah, I, I love those fleeting uh, moments of yeah. I don't give a fuck about this no more. <laughs> so, uh, so, 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 question for you guys: If 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 somebody told me I look like Mark Cuban, <laughs> is that a positive or a negative? <laughs> That mean you look like money, bro. I take it as a positive. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it, it wasn't. It was. Was it Nicky Madman who told you? <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't. At know. least uh, I got you. You kind of look like Mark Cuban, lol. As <laughs> as a message, <laughs> I, I, I don't take that as a positive. Um. Why they got hit you with that lol? Because it was no a girl. idea. Um, is that a positive? Mark Cuban isn't ugly, so yeah, it is a positive. I would take as far know. as that. You're <laughs> very slow in response there, Mike. I, I'm just trying to think about it because I it's hard for me to judge how guys look. <laughs> but at the age of that Mark is at, he's almost sixty. He still look about forty, so that's pretty good. Is he even Cuban though? <laughs> <laughs> are you a foster child like i'm confused like, like for real, is that no like a cuban oh man are, are you calling him so a perpetrator a perpetrator yeah like how how do you be named mark cuban if you're not cuban like you want him to change his name yeah i don't think I mean, that was the right word mike hmm? I think you mean appropriation or something. Not. Yeah, he's I a say. culture vulture. <laughs> what I say? You said perpetrator. Yeah, you perpetrating. You that ain't your that ain't your set, Perpetrate bro. You, these, you, Mike. You, oh my god. <laughs> okay, I see what type of podcast we about to have today. Um, Jake just put his dirty ass foot up on that. <laughs> Yeah, on the screen. We're gonna we're, we're gonna have a, uh, a a guest today. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm so. <far. laughs> um, I don't know where to start, where to go. <laughs> Shall I just introduce the podcast? <laughs> this is the No Consensus Podcast, I guess. <laughs> oh. I'm uh I'm Michael Jackson, <laughs> aka Mike Jack, aka Thriller. AKA watch me beat it. AKA the smooth criminal. AKA the man in the mirror. AKA Mr. Human Nature. AKA do you remember the time that I fucked your wife? Um, AKA uh Rock Your World. Um and AKA uh off the wall. And then to my right is Jake, um, the lumberjack foster, aka pancake cuz, aka uh red beard shoddy. AKA uh white tea uh ho. What's the name of the dudes who made yuck in my white tea? I can't fran <laughs> them franchise boys. Um aka Soldier Boy. And then below me is John, aka um Mark Cuban, <laughs> aka uh <laughs> Lol God, aka Raid Master. And we talking about wild raids and panty raids, aka um um, the white Keanu I've only done one of those because only one of those is legal. 
aka the white Keanu Reeves, and this aka is... Mr. Disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> you know um, what? I gotta protect my ass sometimes. <laughs> and this is a no consensus podcast. Cheers, boys. I've been drinking water all day, so I feel good about my choice of uh, orange juice and vodka. Good for you, Mike. Thank you, buddy. Is that one of those, uh, what do they call it, a flatliner? I don't know what that means. Orange juice and vodka, what do they call that? Screwdriver. Corkscrew? <laughs> yes. Uh, screw you? Nice. I heard. I actually heard someone uh, the other day calling uh, um, screwdrivers corkscrews. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? talking about real screwdrivers? That? No, 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 no. Like the, the drink. drink. Okay. <laughs> I said, like, what the hell is wrong with the kids these days? <laughs> it was a young boy. I mean, not that young enough for that. Um, <laughs> like 24, 26. Oh, yeah. You should. Your bar days, like, you and your peak bar days, you're supposed to know the name of these drinks, bro. <clears throat> uh, he's a simple one, though, this boy. Yeah. Vodka, uh, Red Bull type of guy. Jack and Coke boy. No, no, so, he's I, a he's a get crunk off of Reds. Oh no, 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 <laughs> no, a no. Corkscrew no. is a drink. Hmm. A, a corkscrew is a drink, and it, it it sounds pretty gross. It's lime, peach schnapps, dry vermouth, and a lemon spiral. Where's the liquor? <laughs> a little bit of rum and schnapps and vermouth. Or... That shit so nasty. You are not lying. Mm-mm-mm, no, thank you. <laughs> look at the drink too. God damn, that looked like a stomach ache. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't drink hard ciders, though, bro. Like, how many of these can you drink to actually get a buzz? And then by the time you get one, my stomach's hurting, dog. Like, I don't oh, get yeah. it, bro. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. That's also why I don't like when rappers start talking about champagne, like up in a club, getting drunk off champagne. Like, who gets drunk off of champagne? Like, how <laughs> soft are you, bro? <laughs> and then these bottles be costing a lot of money. So, like, if I buy a bottle of champagne for a thousand dollars, I'm not sharing. I'm sorry. I don't Wait, care for how, how much. They'd be like thousand dollar bottles of champagne, bro. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, that's ir- that's just that's just irresponsible. Irresponsible, bro. And they're spilling half of it because they pop the cork and then get to splashing it around. Like, no, thank you, bro. Yeah, when I'm when I get famous, y'all, <laughs> I'm doing everything gonna look rich. But when you look closely, you gonna know like, oh yeah, that was some cheap shit that boy got. I'm still buying chains off Amazon. I'm going in there with $12 bottles of champagne. I'm bringing my own champagne for sure. $12 bottles out the so See what stuff. you should do with the, with the chains. You should just buy a 3D printer, and then you can print oh. chains off. <laughs> 3D print the chains? Can you do color 3D print? There's metal 3D printing now. Okay. It's expensive. But I'm saying, it's, it's can't you, um, well, if I'm rich, I don't care how expensive, I guess. But if it's so, is it? Could, if so, could I do like a metal gold chain, or would it just come out metal and I would have to paint it gold? I don't think gold works with the metal three D printing yet. I think it's mostly copper and aluminum, if I remember correctly. Okay. But you could paint them gold, or 
Oh, you should just do the plastic, though. That's what that I'm saying. I would do the plastic, too. <laughs> you can have that, bitch. <laughs> I, got, I got 20 more at the crib. <laughs> Pull another one out your pocket. <laughs> I give him. I give him another one. Take this for your boy too, bro. Uh, you t- obviously, you're taking this for a reason. <clears throat> Bye, Jake. Bye. <laughs> uh, well, hey, Oz, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. How about you? Same. Been a long. Day. I got into some COD zombie killing. Oh, on uh, Black Ops or oh, uh, whatever the, the latest one is. Black Cold War. Yeah. You got it on the PC? Yep, I actually I managed to find one of those video cards for, for my brother. Hey. And it came free with it. Nice. So he already had it. So he and I have been playing a couple days. It's crossplay, so I'll play with y'all whenever you get on. I just gonna need your Activision name. Um, you like I, zombies? Yeah, I get in on the zombies. Um so I'm more of a multiplayer in Warzone dude, but I I'll, I'll play zombies just to take a break from that shit. Um I'm on, I'm only all right at it. I'm still trying to learn the strategies. Are you still I'm, I'm just still running around up. or you got the strategies I, down? I, I'm still like leveling up my weapons and, and stuff. So it's, I've got my like LMG up to, to level 30. So I'm just grinding right now, grinding up to <clears throat> everything. I feel you. Uh, Level up your knife. That knife will get you probably up to like zombie level 15, bro. One yeah, hits. but that is no fun. No, it is. I have an LMG. <laughs> you need to zombies. because you get more points for killing dudes with knives, and now you can. And you're not supposed to be using them. Uh, actually, I don't know. I guess you can. You can upgrade your weapons and shit. Um, I won't stick on zombies. We'll talk about this after the podcast. Where'd you go, Jake? <laughs> oh, uh, I, the door was uh, open, so I went to close it, which meant I had to go ahead and get the cat on out of here. So. <laughs> mm, shooing away pussy. That's how much you getting, huh? I feel you. <laughs> Speaking of pussy, uh, <laughs> how's the uh, how's the attempts uh, to get young a young foster in this world? That's one hell of a segue. <laughs> um, that was a very interesting ordering of words. Yeah. <laughs> so, what y'all think of this impeachment that just happened, huh? <laughs> uh, you don't want to talk about it? I got you. Um, shout outs to my boy Trump getting uh to that t- that Tommy two time like what's going on here, y'all? <laughs> In order to get time. impeached, you gotta go. It gotta go through the House and the Senate, though, right? Well, no. Um, it just goes through the House for impeachment, if I remember correctly. But then he gets tried by the Senate, and that's where like the removal or not happens. Okay. So that's where it got last time, right? Yeah. And then they, they decided not to remove and now this time. Yeah. And it'll probably be different results or well, hold on. Because the um the Democrats took over, right? But they don't start their terms until after this impeachment trial would happen, mate, probably, or what, what you know, what's the deal with this? Well, he had half of the government backing him last time. I don't think he has half the government backing him this right. time, so yeah, so it's interesting if I remember. So there's a number of different things. Like if if I remember correctly, if he gets removed, um, then that means that he loses because as president you have uh, like salary, like lifetime salary, mm-hmm. uh, that security lifetime, detail, 
Yeah, lifetime insurance and then lifetime secret service. Mm -hmm. um, I believe if you get removed, you'll lose those three. But he could still go ahead and run again in 2024. Um, but they could go ahead and bring him up, um, bring up like a separate sort of thing after uh, removing him in order to uh, bar him from rerunning again. Okay. But um, even with you rerunning again, like people who lose elections don't never rerun after that. Like once you get to that president presidential election and you lose, people are not coming back to rerun. So you just like, fuck that. <laughs> I need my second, I need my extra foe. Like, <laughs> like you, and even as, even if that's the case, like, why would you even want to put yourself through this shit again? I don't know. I mean, Trump, because of Trump's ego. Yeah, I know. Um, But, uh, what was it here? Um, Yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens because, like, it made sense before if you were Republican to go ahead and back Trump for a couple of reasons. Um, I, well, for one, I can't, no, it had to have happened last year, right? Uh, Was it 2018 or 2019? Yeah. Yeah. 19. Okay. Well, so like for one, <clears throat> it's like, you have to, if, it was like if the a, end of 19, I think. If Republic, like if you were a Republican and you voted to impeach him, it's like you're going ahead and signing up to like live with your ex for another year. <laughs> right. You know, and, and then have to deal with that. Like hell. Um, I don't know if you heard some of the, the recordings of, uh, um, Trump ripping that, uh, uh, Georgia sec secretary of state, a new one. Uh, but, well, he uh, was calling him and telling him like, just find all we need is 11,000 votes. That, that recording. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That yeah. was, that was wild. <laughs> that was yeah. wild. Cause so, he, like, it is so funny how Trump just don't make sense sometimes. We we had five hundred thousand extra votes that they didn't count. So all I need you to do is find eleven thousand of them. Wait, what? <laughs> what are we talking about? What? You had five hundred thousand, and all you need is a lot. I'm confused. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Um. What was it here? Uh, <clears throat> so like, it, it it doesn't even matter if you're on his side or not, or what the reality is. If it's not what he likes then you're getting your ass chewed out and shit. Right. Um, um, before you keep going, Jake, explain what you was talking to me about staying in the office. Cause I thought that was the whole point of impeachment that they get you to fuck up out of there. <laughs> if you get impeached. Um, no, cause uh, again, like impeachment is just uh half of the, the battle. That's the, so the you saying, say, you saying dudes refrain from voting on the impeachment because if it went to the Senate, and then he it didn't go through at the Senate, he would know, like, oh, yo ass voted for me to get up out of here, and now I'm still here. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I mean, that's all public record anyways, right? So, yep. like, even if you got impeached, but um, you didn't get uh, removed from office. So, impeachment is just the trial portion, correct? And, like, getting impeached doesn't mean you're gone. Getting correct. impeached is, like, getting prosecuted. Yeah, it, it's that charges have been filed and um, they were approved by the House to be tried by the Senate. Yeah, so I guess that's what I was wondering. If, if you was if you was one of the Republicans um, that voted for him to get impeached, that would mean 
he would go to trial and then if y'all i don't know if it was more people that that would say get up out of there during your trial with the senate he would be gone right <laughs> yeah okay but hoping that that would happen mm-hmm. um which it didn't look like it would happen because yeah. what mitch mcconnell was uh in charge of the senate there. speaking of fucking the sith lord god damn boy <laughs> Mitch McConnell, bro, Mitch McConnell remind me of uh, Darth Sidious so much, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, that boy is scary looking. I would never want to be in a room alone with him. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so then you would be on his hit list. <laughs> um, and and we, we see what happens when people get on Trump hit list. Right. Firing so, the shit out of boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my dad, he, he, you know, my dad's got like a Trump hat and everything, um, but it's hilarious because like he he was like, you know what would be hilarious on January twentieth if uh, Biden and him they go ahead and they go up and they shake hands and uh, as Trump goes to walk away, Biden says, "Hey Don," and and Trump turns around and he says, "You're fired." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dad, you're always trying to start trouble, aren't you? Hell yeah! I thought he was gonna say if he walked up there and just decked his ass. <laughs> but uh you know it'd be uh but so now it's it's interesting to see what would happen now because if i remember correctly the democrats um are in control of the senate um so it's been passed off to them so now what do they do and then also but most especially what do the republicans do because a lot of republicans have been looking at this especially after the capitol hill incident I've been saying, man, this is like really kind of awesome. Get rid of this guy. We have an opportunity to kind of rebrand and sort of like purge ourselves of all this Trump nut, you know, uh, slobbing that they've been doing. Um, that's what that's the part that irritates me, bro. Like, yeah, it, I, yeah politicians are just so pussy that it's crazy to me mm-hmm. that it's we back this guy, we like this guy, this is our guy. And then the moment y'all find y'all window to strike, that's when y'all just switch y'all side. Like Ted Cruz, for example, like this man was calling your wife ugly. This man was like, um, you know, bringing up all type of shit about your past. And, and, and all you did was sit there and take it, bro. First of all, you on national TV calling my life, my wife ugly. You're going to have to see me eventually, bro. Like, I don't <laughs> care where it's at <laughs> because you got a fucking mail order bride, bro. You're not about to say shit about my wife. And when I see you, you getting knocked the fuck out and I'm going to go to jail for that. But, it, <laughs> but not only do you not do nothing, you become his best fucking friend and shit, basically, like always mm-hmm. voting for him. And now that some shit's finally happening, he lost the election and it's safe to talk shit about him. That's when you want to talk shit about him. And that shit just so whack to me, bro. Like either be a man or don't be a man. All of y'all some pussies, bro. <laughs> like y- y'all only hit people when they down and when they can't do nothing back to you. But while when this when it really matters for you to say something and stand up for what's right you don't do it you want to you want to hide behind the shadows because you're scared of getting fired you're scared of what happens if it goes to the senate and it doesn't go through who gives a fuck do the right thing dog and stop and stop being some and it, that's the best way to put it y'all some hoes <laughs> mm-hmm. period dog right yeah and they just like to pander mm-hmm. that's all it is and <clears throat> uh and it's 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 unfortunate because um, I, I, 
I have no doubts that they think that they can go ahead and just rebrand, but I'm never forgetting this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, no, I remember you. Like, I remember exactly <laughs> what you were about. Like, you right. were about doing whatever it took to go ahead and get a vote. Yep. And, yeah, no, that's it. No, thank you. That's a fact, bro. <clears throat> hey, Wazzy, bro. Um, mm-hmm. I got, um, I got some pork and, uh, like, some um, pork cutlets. So, we about to go to Wazzy uh, Kitchen Corner real quick. And um, All right. um, um, is it the pork? Shake and bake. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me think. Let me think. It's um. Oh, it's two things. Okay. Two things, bro. So I'm gonna start with the pork cutlets, right? Um, yesterday I made like a a, a katsudan, like a Japanese. So it's like rice, fried pork, um, egg. Uh, onions. A pork katsu is basically panko breaded. Yeah, uh, pork cutlet flat yep. like a like a veal parmesan or like a parmesan like a chicken parmesan but pork instead yeah and, and panko it, instead of breadcrumbs yep and it, it slapped hard but i'm trying to figure out i got a bunch left now still so i'm trying to figure out like some other ideas of what i should do with the uh um with with the pork cutlets that i got so tell me some ideas to 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 for what i should do next bro <clears throat> um, brown them up, throw them in a hash brown, make like a hash brown and corned beef type of flavor, but use pork cutlet. So it's like, it's like a cross between like a beef and a, I don't know how to word it. That might be good. Hash um, brown, like fry it. So like, like, like homestyle hash browns, not like okay. McDonald's hash brown, but like homestyle okay. cubes of potato, mm. onion, some bell pepper. Um, season it up nice. Uh, what else is good with pork? Marinate it in apple juice and like maybe a rice vinegar or a like a mirin. Um, and just kind of do a low and slow grill. That might be that sounds good as hell. <clears throat> you got me wanting to make some corned beef hash now, man. Corned beef hash does go. And Shalanda made some... Um, that, I don't know if I said this before. Shalanda did the corned beef and cabbage in the mm. uh, slow cooker the other day. A couple nice. weeks back. And that shit just... It went so hard, y'all. Especially the cabbage. Like, if you ain't got the cabbage right on your corned beef and cabbage, it fucked the whole joint up. Mm-hmm. So, like, everything was just perfect on there. Second thing I wanted to ask you, <clears throat> salmon ideas, bro. I done done fish tacos, and then you just cook the salmon, you know, you just grill it or, um, you, you know, bake it, whatever. But is them the only, every time I go online to find something, people cooking the salmon the same way, the only different thing that they do is the sauce. Like, what type of sauce you putting on your salmon? Um, How about... So, have you heard of salt crusting? No. Uh, let me see if I can find a picture. Essentially, you grill it. Mm-hmm. Um, my okay. Web. So, one thing I've always wanted to try, but I'm not a huge fish eater, mm-hmm. is salt encrusted. So, you essentially get a shit ton of salt <laughs> and pack it in mm-hmm. the salt and bake it. 
See, now that's a, hold on one second one second Dude, that's that's like a whole fish right there like steel put mm-hmm. together and shit we got the like yeah. <laughs> we got like the already filleted and uh joint does this still work on in on that uh if you do skin side up and put like wax or uh parchment paper or something on the bottom it should okay. be fine all right uh another is uh in like uh tamale wraps type of thing there's you 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 wrap it up and steam it inside of uh what is it pouch steamed fish Ooh-ish. and you essentially make it in like a pouch these are terrible pictures <laughs> Parchment <laughs> Okay, so here. So you imagine you you put your fish in like a camp uh a campfire aluminum, but instead of a campfire and aluminum, it's parchment and fish. That And you crazy. basically you wrap it up and steam it inside and Are they steaming them potatoes and shit in there too? And uh, or are they just is, oh, yeah, they're, they cook they're doing everything in there. That's that shit look crazy. What type of bread is that though? Uh I mean the bread's not in what bread? Oh, I don't know. For my thing, that looked like it was sitting in like a tortilla or something. Oh, it's uh, it they have very light parchment paper. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that when, was a tortilla. All right. When, yeah. when we usually cook up salmon, uh, we do the fish tacos, um, or which we had actually just probably almost a week ago. Them bitches go um, hard though, bro. I, I, oh I, yeah, <laughs> I love them. Um. Do you, do you usually get the the fillets that have the skin on one side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that skin. Me too. Um, Julia hates it, and it's it, easy to take off too. So if somebody don't like it, all right, I just cut mm-hmm. the part off for you. All right, but I'll at least cook it while the skin's still on it, and I could take it off afterwards. Like <laughs> you gonna get mm-hmm. some of this skin flavor, girl? You crazy? <laughs> but uh, I went ahead and uh, um, I had also made some. Uh, like blackened salmon, like Cajun blackened salmon. Um, nice. A few weeks ago. Um, but a lot of the times when we have salmon, we'll go ahead and season it up, um, cook it in the pan, and uh, serve it up with rice and veggies. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's about, that's what we doing, dog. But I just, I, I'll go on YouTube a lot of times to get some inspiration, and Shalanda just loves salmon. And I be telling her, oh. like, there's other fish in the fucking sea, get something else, girl. <laughs> but she always grab a bunch of salmon. And then when when you go on YouTube, like, if y'all look up, like, salmon recipes, the first, like, three pages is all cooking the salmon the same way. The only thing is, like, a honey glaze on this one or a, and a garlic butter glaze on that one. And it's like, all right, y'all, y'all making a different sauce, but I want to figure out a different way to cook this motherfucker. How about this? <laughs> and that looked good as hell, too. That's a pasta Same with the rotini. Uh, yeah. That shit looks good as hell. Yep. Yeah. And I so love that, I yeah. love the uh I love the noodles with the different colors too. Something something about uh that uh visual that makes it a pleasing that makes it appeasing. It. <clears throat> wow, man. You feeling okay? I'm tired, y'all. I was <laughs> I've been this, first so let me tell y'all something. So I've been on Indeed for the last like eight months, you know, applying to shit here and there, blah, blah, blah. Get a couple joints together and just, you know, ain't really no bites. So I was like, Mike, 
before I got to um, the last place, right, I was using Career Builder, and that got me like four jobs in a row easy. I was like, all right, let's re let's make a new Career Builder account with your new email address, and let's see what you can find. I signed up for Career Builder, y'all, <laughs> and within like ten minutes, I'm set up for like three interviews. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the, the I don't know what the difference is, but so all of today I just been doing a lot of research, freshening up on shit, getting ready for stuff, you know. Um and it's a lot of recruiters looking over job descriptions. So, uh I'm going to be back out here in this workplace uh pretty soon, uh God willing. But at the same time, I get an email from unemployment saying, hey, we're uh, reinstating that extra money on top of unemployment again. And I'm like, oh, are you now? <laughs> Maybe I'm not as much of a rush as I thought I was. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So all today, man, it's, and you know, just doing regular work alone is, you know, good uh, good enough to make you tired but then i got a 18 month year old upstairs or down here who's just <laughs> has it been that long already yeah man he it's uh yeah a year and a half yep. wow yeah because uh he's like a um a summer solstice baby so <laughs> astrology um yeah and he's energetic like i am so bang 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 boom 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 him and t'challa so yeah i um i feel good though but yes my um my brain as far as working been working all day so you gotta just you know bear with me guys we always gotta bear with you but oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> it's just more of the same i just want the listeners to know that my boy jake told me to shut the fuck up th two times already before the podcast even started and all i and this is all i said was hi and <laughs> i forgot what the other one was i just said something like i forgot what it was oh i asked why if he hated making a google meet and he told me and then jake told me to shut the fuck up again and I, yes, STFU, shut the fuck up with the Dave Chappelle gift. So you know how he said it. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Got Japan sending PlayStations. <laughs> well, there's so many good ones. I just wanted to keep doing it, you know? Yeah. That, it's a, shut the fuck up is a untapped uh, gift reaction in our group chat. We don't usually use it, so. <clears throat> yeah, like we use it in the work chats a lot, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> personally, we don't. Because I feel like every time, like I do, go ahead and decide to do something like that, I feel like I'm just going like hard. Like Jake, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> but it's so funny that. <laughs> so you know, yeah. So just expect that JJ's not gonna know what he's in for, but <laughs> right. <laughs> mm. Um. What else we got on the docket, y'all? Um, I saw something about apparently Holy or yeah, Holyfield has offered uh <laughs> to train Connor to fight Pacquiao. Um, Which are like you looking for the Connor McGregor Manny Pacquiao fight? Because <laughs> I'm not. Nah, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Actually, 
Actually, I, I got a. I, I could send a video in that vein. Give me one second. Octaches. Man, uh, it, it's it's been funny seeing just how stupid everyone is. Um, <laughs> these stupid ass. Uh, um, here, I'll put it over in here. Um, like the, the the Trump supporters are just really getting under my skin. Like, uh, how much of a damn cult it all is. Like, whoever Daddy Trump says to turn on, boy, do they turn on them real quick. <laughs> and, you know, um, I had seen someone go ahead and, um, oh, actually, yeah, let me go. I'll read it. Um, I don't know if you had seen the, uh, uh, the video of what's his face. Um. Arnold Schwarzenegger going ahead and saying um, um, how unacceptable the attack on Capitol Hill was, blah, blah, blah. I didn't Since watch it because I knew it was just uh, the same bullshit, but I saw the tweet. I saw somebody p- tweeted about it. So yeah. I, I, that's all you got to see is the tweet and know, all right, I can get the yep. gist of what you're saying in this shit. <laughs> yeah, so this uh, dumbass I know, he went ahead and posted <laughs> Boy, Arnold Schwarzenegger has got a lot of nerve dehoney with his high morals humping his maid having a le- uh, <laughs> illegitimate kid running California. Go back to wherever you come from, you barely sp- English-speaking turd. <laughs> all right, so we and got a little hate in there. Sentence. We got a little racist in there. We got a little... Um, yeah, that was all one sentence. Immigration so, uh, hate in there. <laughs> so, so my... My response to seeing that was uh, that um, <laughs> how what the hell was it I said exactly? Oh, I I had said something to the effect of considering how poorly constructed that sentence was, he should probably leave the country himself, <laughs> and that he might uh, that he might as well take Melania with him. <laughs> if uh, if like that's sort of like our threshold here for whether you deserve to be here or not. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and it's just so funny. Like, like your boy go. Anyone goes ahead and touches your boy, and you can't go ahead and deal with any sort of facts or reality. You just get pissy and freak out and go. <laughs> That's what made me laugh when I seen Nicki Madman's uh, status, mm-hmm. and I and I just laugh because I'm like, I understand. I know that there's a lot of people who think the same way that this man is thinking. And that is something I did want to ask y'all about, like, um, yes, yeah, okay. the, um, the, uh, I don't even know what you want to call it, you know, the banning of apps and this whole thing on these social media sites, um, where they're trying to regulate <laughs> all this stuff. So I kind of want us to talk a little bit about freedom of speech. And it seems like you got a little something in the chamber, Jake, so you can start us off. Yeah, because I watched a couple of things uh, earlier today and uh, have seen a a number of posts and conversations about it. And um, it's kind of funny because freedom of speech, the First Amendment, literally um, is in regards to what the government can do and cannot do. The government cannot restrict your speech. Mm -hmm. Twitter is not Not the the government. government, (laughs) It is a private company. Mm Mm-hmm. 
things. And the funny thing also is that so many of these people are like free market types. So you believe that the government should not regulate private industry, yet you're upset that a private industry is not recognizing um, your First Amendment government, right? And now you think the government should step in and regulate this <laughs> yeah. private industry. Yeah. That doesn't seem to make a lick of fucking sense. <laughs> it's simply because you're the victim here and you didn't think your shitty, stupid idea through. Um, and then, um, but okay. Anyways, the free market idea is that um, if Twitter is to go ahead and ban free speech, then what would no obviously happen is that the all people. these yep. all these freedom-loving Americans <laughs> will go ahead and support uh, a rival competitor mm -hmm. that is pro-free speech, mm -hmm. like Parler. But that exists on private servers <laughs> owned by other people. <laughs> so now they're pissed off because AW, you know, Amazon AWS went ahead and kicked them off of their servers. Yep. Okay, well... Guess what? You could you can still... still have your own fucking server. <laughs> exactly. You could still spin up your own shitty little server farm in your garage or your mom's basement, wherever the fuck it is, Cletus. Um, and it wouldn't even have to be shitty if you have this overwhelming support that exactly. you guys try to make it seem like y'all have. Right. Um, but now here's the real kicker and here's the real funny thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you've created your shitty um, racist uh, uh, social media <laughs> parlor here. Um, and then you got your, uh, your uh, hate server farm uh, operating out of your mom's basement. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. You now like you're up and running, right? But not exactly. Cause what about the ISPs? <laughs> Comcast could go ahead and say, we don't want this traffic coming over our lines, and they could shut you out. And you know who you have to thank for all of that? A G the, Republic <laughs> <laughs> the Republican Party for when they shot down uh, net neutrality. Because yes, as Ted Cruz said, net neutrality is Obamacare for the internet. <laughs> so, My boy, a G pie. Good thing I we don't have that. It's that's literally That's just what he wrong called. on so many different <laughs> levels. Yup. The Obamacare. But like, That's so terrible. too many levels to even yeah. think about. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm I'm really not all that sorry that y'all decided to go ahead and be a couple of, like a bunch of uh, um, big business shills and fuck yourselves out of net neutrality. Mm -hmm. And then you decided to be a bunch of uh, uh, um, free market idiots and uh paint yourself into this corner i'm really not all that sorry this is exactly what you wanted so suck a dick or die trying you know what the funny part to me is that a site like parlor i did like you're done before you start like i only heard about you because of how they're ending you you know what I'm saying? Like, really? I, yeah, I didn't hear. I have. Ne I had never heard or seen anything about Parlor until I seen people say they was shutting it down, and I'm like, damn, I didn't even get to go on that roller coaster ride. Like, no, I heard about it probably about a year ago, at least. Uh, that's also a there. testament to our um, differing timelines, as you mm -hmm. as you recall. 
Well, no, uh, I wasn't hearing from it from there. Um, I want to say uh, it was when uh, on on some episodes of Joe Rogan's podcast because oh. there there's Parlor and Gab. Those were like the two free speech places. You heard you heard of this too before that, Wazi? I had heard Parlor. I haven't heard of Gab. Okay. Yeah, Gab's still up, I believe, but. And, and the so, funny thing is that I like to go ahead and dip my toe in, in, into the crazy. I did create a uh, a Gab account, if I remember cor- correctly, but I never created a Parlor account. And now I'm kind of bummed that I never like just poked my head behind the veil to see <laughs> the, the wild. So, do either of you know what um, I don't know what these two social media mediums were originally created for? I'm sure they... Parler was just going to be unmoderated. Um, it was just a general un- unmoderated combination Reddit, Twitter, <clears throat> like Facebook type of thing. From what I I've, I haven't visited it, so I don't know what it what it ended up being. But I think their 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 plan was just American 4chan, I guess, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then once the world started blowing up, it was very easy for the Republican party who didn't, who wasn't welcome anywhere to go there because it was unmoderated. But there's also a difference between being unmoderated and freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. They can still moderate and allow freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Right. So I guess that's what, what my question is. And, and none of us have no experience with it. So we, it's, we, I, I don't expect y'all to have the answers, but uh, a lot of times in these situations, these things end up being, um, they sound worse than they actually are. So I just kind of wonder, like, was Parler like at 95%, like just people talking and having this good time? And then another, you know, 5% of it was, you know, that bullshit? Or did the did these... um you know, radicals take it over and it was, it just got to a point where it was like, all right, everybody trying to incite riots and shit. We got to shut this shit down since y'all not doing it. I may be misremembering the story that I heard, but it was basically, so, so parlor went up and it was all fine and good. And then some weird niche group, uh, I can't remember what it was, but it, it was like anonymous, a niche, like neo-Nazi type of very, like very niche, very, Something like that, where, and then I think once everybody realized how unmoderated unmoderated it was, and Facebook and Twitter started moderating more, that was when they moved over. But I could be wrong on that. Once again, yeah. bro. Oh, go ahead, Jake. I was just gonna say, like, uh, that's like the difficult thing with all of this, right? Like, I mean, it's so difficult to really understand like where you're getting hit from. Just like with uh, um, the uh, the Black Lives Matter protests over the summer and 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 the riots that had ensued, um, who like who was actually instigating that? Who is the ones actually going ahead and causing the destruction and and, and fueling those flames? And then, you know, um, who was it? Who was actually? I mean, it would be very easy to go ahead and. <laughs> jump onto something like parlor and go ahead and troll in order to get it shut down like this. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. in order to radicalize. Um, so I don't know, man, it's just so stupid. 
Yeah, Nobody, I feel like, you. It's guerrilla warfare. No one's wearing uniforms, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And but this is what this is kind of going also back to what I was saying about these politicians. I'm watching Cobra Kai now, and my favorite quote in this show so far is when um uh Johnny, you know, the main the main uh I guess he the main character. I don't know if you the older dude who opened up Cobra Kai again. He go he gets that new girl student and he's like he, she says they're cyberbullying me. He's like pussies. They some fucking pussies. And he say back in my day, we used to make fun of a motherfucker to their face. That was real respect. That was real honor. And I just laugh at that because I'm like, you wrong as hell, but that's true. Like, if bullies was bullies, dog. Like, we, we it wasn't no fucking keyboards and shit. Like, if you you were you, if you had the ideals, come out and fight for that shit. Die for that shit. Y'all so pussy now on this parlor shit, this Twitter shit, this Facebook shit. Like, <laughs> and half of y'all doing all this typing, aka people we know. But y'all not out here in these streets with it <laughs> and y'all not doing shit for it. So it just, I don't know. I, that shit just made me laugh when I heard it last night. He was like, <laughs> when he said, we used to make fun of people today face. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> what they going to do about it? <laughs> that shit just rang true, bro. Like, you know, good people stood up for good shit. But even the bad guys, like, it, you got to make me stop being bad, bro. I'm not no punk. You got to whoop my ass <laughs> mm. and, and and you just don't see that no more dog. And you know, that, that this could transition also to um, raising kids and <laughs> the shit I think about on a daily basis now. Cause I'm just like, I wish a motherfucker would cyber bully my son. Like, <laughs> like Mike, you find his username. And when you see him in school, you punch him in his fucking mouth. That's another Cobra Kai, uh, uh, um, like thing. They whole thing is strike first. Right. And it's like me, we, we've talked about that. Both, all three of us, like you don't let a motherfucker hit you first, bro. If you feel that beef coming, you you knock his ass <laughs> dog. You initiate that shit, bro. You don't start no. You don't start the uh, altercation, but if it's no way for you to get out the altercation, you don't wait to get smacked, bro. Smack right. his ass. <laughs> no sense in going ahead and wait until you're stabbed <laughs> before you go ahead and try to defend yourself. Oh, it was self defense, nah, bro. We'll figure that. Out. We got good lawyers over here. Hey, don't <laughs> wait till you get stabbed first. <laughs> you felt it. You felt like you was in danger and go ahead. Which, um, go ahead. Oh well, uh, before we hop off of the the, no. uh, the free speech thing. Mm -hmm. No, I wasn't trying to hop off it. Go ahead. Okay, um, I was just wanting to. Um, I did go ahead and see some stuff about. Um, apparently, a lot of other world leaders are not happy with what Twitter did. Um, about Trump, um, including people like Angela Merkel of Germany. Um, and uh, Emmanuel Marcon or Mar uh, Macron uh, of France, who are not fans of Trump by no means at all, obviously, but um, they see this as a very dangerous uh, precedent, um, which begs like a, a, a rather interesting question, like uh, if social media wants to go ahead and start um, policing world leaders and what they have to say, what's to say that world leaders won't go ahead and just shut off those services from their country? 
Um, we've seen, um, well, I mean, obviously there's a situation with China and their uh, Great Firewall of China um, and other countries similar to that. <laughs> Great Firewall of Fire. <laughs> um, you, you have in Russia, they have their own um, equivalent of Facebook and Twitter and all that sort of thing. They, they, they still have Twitter and, and Facebook open to them, but it would be nothing for them to go ahead and say, all right, Jack, you could go fuck yourself and cut off Twitter to um, mm-hmm. to all of Russia yeah. um, and so on and so forth. Uh, other countries have made um, similar platforms. Um, Turkey went ahead and um, had been using WhatsApp, and then they went ahead and shut that off. Um, so... Do my sex on <laughs> <laughs> So if, if big leaders like uh, um, Macron and uh, Merkel are going ahead and talking about this, hell, like who knows what like the EU might choose to go ahead and do, and uh, especially with Facebook and um, like uh, um, how much you need like a large user base for all those ads and shit like that, right? Like that could yep. be a huge financial <laughs> hit to these companies. And that's kind of why I felt a certain way. And I really did want to hear your opinion on that shit, Wazi. Like, how do you feel about seeing, like, what was your initial reaction to seeing, like, all these places, you know, start deactivating Trump's account and, you know, the ripple Pinterest effects? Even. Yeah. <laughs> Spotify. That's why I sent it to y'all, Mike. Why the fuck he can't listen to this Spotify? Like, that shit crazy. Um, but I, I, I was I really know. curious to to know what your what your thoughts was, Wazi, on this. It, it it's weird because on the one hand, it is private company, it's private property. You can remove anybody you want from your own property with no issues. Uh, even stores, if you own the property on the store, you can legally throw anybody out of your store for any reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on the one hand, that makes sense, but on the other hand, without any real competitor it makes them the truth and there is no balance in that when you have essentially one person making a decision on whether or not somebody could come into your store it 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 sets a bad precedent when you're best buy doing that when you're you know target or costco and you're walking around costco being like all right get out i don't like you the there, I mean, there's definitely a reason for for this one, but there may not be reasons down the road. It could be you had one post that was correct at the time, but it's no longer correct, so it's now fake news. So they're going to cut you off completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so, a slippery slope. So that's a, I, a <clears throat> weird precedence for sure. And yeah. and, and the precedence is. The part that kind of just scares me because whoever's the head of Twitter right now is not going to be the head of Twitter, you know, in 50 to 100 years. Not to say Twitter's still going to be popping like that, after, you know, that long, but you never know when I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Like in 10, 20 years, it could be a different person in the head with different views, different ideals and all the shit that he doing to... You know, let's, let's say every because right now everybody's saying it's the liberal social media. All right. Mm-hmm. So now let's say a Republican become the head of these joints that y'all love so much. He's going to what if he decides, all right, I guess I got some payback I want to do on y'all motherfuckers. We going to start getting rid of these soft liberals that y'all that keep spreading all this shit. That's not um, 
100% accurate because guess what, guys? I don't know if y'all knew this. Democrats lie, too. Liberals don't tell the truth all the time, too. So now we about to have this fucking back and forth on social media sites the same way we got to have a back and forth in the government. And um, not to say that that's going to happen, but I don't know. I just that shit just kind of irritates me <laughs> sometimes. And there were there were some I think it was a Senate hearing like a month and a half ago um, where they were actually talking with uh, both Zuck and uh, Dorsey and asking them questions, trying to f- figure out if they're where they are in media and just kind of like general probing questions of is social media a media company? Is it a news company? Is it how do you actually classify it? How can they actually make money? Uh, so there was a, uh, a really good discussion. Do you, do you remember what the answers were? Uh, Jack Dorsey was, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I can't tell you. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. I don't know. I don't, okay, I'll look into it. Uh, Zucker was, all right, I'll get a guy to look into it. I'll have that to you by the end of tomorrow. I'll get that to you today. I don't know off the, the top of my head, but I'll look it up. And then the issue was the Congress people not knowing technology. They're like, so if you wanted, could you just look in a database and get a post? And he's like, no, it's all encrypted. We can't. But you can just open up the database, right? <laughs> no. But you have the, the, the data, right? No. Uh, I can't look at it. I'm, that's hilarious that you even mentioned that, Wazi, because you're right eventually you got to start having people with that type of knowledge in these type of positions, right? You got to have like these dudes with that, uh, it director knowledge of certain shit. Um, <clears throat> you, uh, our boy quest knowledge type of shit, um, in these meetings, because all the shit that you hate about it, that it's, it's, you know, my man's, he knew his shit and you weren't about to get no bullshit past him because he because he knew what was going on. You need those type of guys in, in these type of situations. So that's hilarious that you even mentioned that because I didn't even think about that. Was he like if you if you if you're um, if you're dangerous with your knowledge and with your wordplay against somebody who don't know nothing that you're talking about, it's a rap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, well then, then I mean, it also begs the question: Why are all of them so active all of a sudden? Um, always wondered that, bro. You know, um, could they not have taken? I mean, I, all right. So obviously, My- Capitol Hill has changed things, has made things like r- real. Mm-hmm. But could they not have taken more action on? the other bullshit that he was doing earlier in his term, or is this more, I mean, of them foreseeing that, Oh shit, Democrats are taking over, uh, the, the Congress and, um, the oval office. They're going to probably institute some regulations, perhaps go ahead and break up some of our monopoly monopolization that we have going on. Um, we should go ahead and do something, to show that we're being proactive in order to um, sate that appetite of theirs, you know? My my quick take is, is similar to, to yours, maybe a little bit more pessimistic, but I don't want to be the company that didn't ban Trump. Mm-hmm. That's also, that's exactly, that's it too, for sure. 
Well, hell yeah. I mean, just like uh, after uh, George George Floyd was murdered, um, the the an, um, the number of companies that sent me emails going ahead and telling me like, hey, we just want you to know that. <laughs> it's like, what the what are you talking about? To know like, what. That, that you know they support uh you know black lives uh, matter stuff like that and it's like, like that's an i did I, we never i never asked y'all lives, that I, I never asked y'all that and it was something i had, did mean to ask y'all um like how many meetings did y'all even have like company meetings about like um diversity and racism did y'all have uh around that time if any we have a whole committee for it Oh, do you? Who's on the committee? Because all the black people are like out of that company. <laughs> they literally got rid I, of all the black people, so I don't know who y'all had on that committee. I mean, most are still there. Well, now less with with Dion. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Did Dion, like Betty, Byron, and, me, who? Blake. There, there. Are, there's a couple kids upstairs. <laughs> yeah, Blake oh, is I one. Blake. <laughs> uh, I could. I can think of I can th- think There's of the face one of black girl that had just started known. before I left. Summers was still there. Um, really they only on. got rid of about half of you. That's all, Mike. Bro, I, I just I, I'm I, it, it, no. I just wanted to. That's what I'm saying. Because Shalanda, she still has like meetings every now and again to this day, where they trying to talk about shit, try to figure out what they can do to be more inclusive and stuff. And I just, you know, and uh, and I and talking to her friends, they almost kind of feel like, um, I don't know. Um, it was it's very emotional, y'all. I can't even like, I don't want to take up a whole bunch of time on it, but it, it is emotional when you got to go through shit like this. And then you sit in these meetings, guys. And I've sat there with her during some of these meetings, and she'll have, um, like white coworkers in the meetings say stuff like, oh, I didn't even know this shit was going on. Like, that's how oblivious a lot of people are to eat to <laughs> the shit that's going on in the world. Like, oh, there's racism? I didn't know that was going on. I didn't understand. I didn't know that. I didn't know what. I never heard the term white privilege before, uh, you know, th- uh, this month. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, so y'all just aren't in tune with any of this shit at all. And it, it gets emotional because now you like, man, I don't. I don't want to have to explain everything all over again <laughs> to all of y'all because it pisses me off and it makes me sad about the situation and talking about it only brings those emotions back up. So I, she was going through a lot of like a uh, racial, um, like racial sensitivity training type of things. Um, you know, a lot of that shit got uh, pretty emotional, but I wasn't sure. I didn't even know um, if y'all had even had any conversations like that at y'all companies no not for you jake no <laughs> i mean you you said y'all had a committee set up Wazi, yeah, but how many been, like meetings that did y'all even have i mean we so we, we've had we had like two town halls after all of that went down and then i don't know how, how often the, the the committee meets but that's yep that's it and i feel like that's kind of what it was <laughs> for most people so um only reason i bring that up is just to kind of par uh, parlay <laughs> is the, is to kind of uh, go back to the other stuff like when you don't talk about these things and you just see them and you sleep them under a rug eventually shit happens 
And that's what kind of happened with Trump, right? Like, all right, you just you keep letting shit slide, shit slide, shit slide. And then when it hits the fan, that's when you want to do something. Nah, man, you got to be able to fucking read the tea leaves. dog. <laughs> but there are a lot of people still oblivious to all of this shit, all of this shit, racism, um, classism, sexism, all, all these isms, bro. There's a lot of people out here still like, oh, I didn't know that was going on. Like, what do you where you live at, bro? <laughs> Well, and that's kind of like the difficult thing, right? Because like you said, for you, like you don't want to have this conversation again, um, bringing up all these emotions, uh, all of uh, um, these memories and stuff like that. You don't want to have to relive that every fucking time. Yeah. But, but you yeah, got it's to. the hundredth time for you, but it's, but it's the, the first, first time, time for, for somebody guy. else. Yep. And, and you got but to. Like, but like we all have to go ahead and find, I don't know, maybe find some sort of way to to just understand that it, even though something's new to me and maybe I'm excited about it and, and stuff like it's old hat to someone else and <clears throat> can't expect uh, there to be that sort of equality of reaction. Right. Yep. Because it's and hard I, to even explain certain shit. Like, yeah, I, <clears throat> I can't tell you why. Because uh, so, it's not always blatant, you know. A lot of a lot of things that people do to you aren't always blatant, like um, uh, discrimination. You know what I'm saying? It's just always subtle. So you, so it's it always leaves you to be like, if if you ask me, I'll tell you like, uh, well, yeah, he did it because I was black. But then you go and ask him, and he'll say, no, nah, he showed up late. I had to fire him. And so in your head, he was like, oh, he showed up late. But then when you come talk to me, I could tell you like, no, bro, like uh, this dude that I also work with has showed up late 12 times in a row. I showed up late one time and he let me go. So you t- it's, you know what I'm saying? It's always just circumstantial. It's always uh, other bullshit that's going on under it. And that's what I be kind of feeling like when I see people <laughs> start doing this um, um, banning people from social media stuff. Like what's the circumstances, what's going on? What, what actually is going on in parlor to where y'all want y'all feel like y'all got to ban these motherfuckers. Did y'all give them a warning before y'all banned them? Did y'all tell these guys like, Hey, y'all need to start making sure this, this type of hate isn't on there. Or was it just the hot thing to do? Like y'all saw somebody else ban it. Like Wazi said, I don't want to be the only people who didn't ban them, so I'm gonna jump on this bandwagon. Like, I don't, I don't be knowing that situation, and I don't know if y'all knew it neither. If these motherfuckers even got warnings or nothing. <laughs> I yeah, I have no idea. But it, it's hilarious. I've been seeing like seventy year old dudes ask, like, posting on Facebook, like, <laughs> "How do I get on Parlor?" And then people being like. <laughs> Bro, it's down. And he's, and, but don't worry, it's gonna be back up in a couple of days. They're getting it back up and stuff. And he's like, okay, let me know when. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you're old ass. Like you're bro. not being censored, you know? Like, <laughs> what did the races do before social media, bro? Y'all just had like a little room. Y'all met up in the back of the bar. And just talked about uh, everybody else. <laughs> like, I need to know what the move was, y'all. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, because like this really emboldens like a lot of communities because it's so easy to find people who are like you, and then it also makes it so easy to justify the way that you think you are. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, I, I, I it's funny because like 
you you know you got actual people out there who legitimately think that they're an animal. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to furries around the world, you freaky motherfuckers. Well, I, I mean, fur, furries are one thing. I know, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I know what you're talking Other about. I just, thing. You, you said what was? Other kin are a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other kin, yeah. <laughs> you know, so if if you think that you have this weird feeling, like, I don't know, man, like I, I have like a lot of wolf dreams, <laughs> you know, and like sometimes I just like looking at the moon. I think the moon's really beautiful. So I don't know. I've always kind of thought, and then you go ahead and you put it out on the internet somewhere. Someone else is like, oh yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, and then you're like, oh wait, I'm not alone. So maybe this is an objective reality sort of thing, you know. Facebook and, wolf kin. Great. <laughs> <laughs> But then, you know, you got, uh, and I feel like you got a similar sort of thing with, you know, racists where they're like, you know what? I'm starting to think that the reason things are like this is because their skin color. 100%, bro. You know, and then other people feed into that. And then just, you, now you have this isolated community that's getting each other agitated, like, you know, and, and echo chambers, right? That echo chamber of motherfucker. Af- mm-hmm. That affirmation of motherfucker, too. Yeah. You can find the, you can find bad shit about anybody and anything, bro, and you just cling on to that shit, uh, as if you just I, the Jesus Christ resurrected. I, <laughs> I can't wait for all the hate that's gonna come at me for comparing other kin to the KKK. <laughs> <laughs> they all fuck each other, right? Ain't that the same thing? I mean, <laughs> I'm not attaching my name anywhere near that. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, fuck Brandon. the KKK, Wazzy. You can attach you can you can attach your name to fuck the KKK, bro. That's <laughs> well, yeah, a that pretty safe one. That's a pretty safe one. I'm I'm not saying that that they're also other kin. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's scared of the other kid community coming after his ass. They're animals. I don't want to tiger after me. <laughs> Imagine hearing a grown man outside your crib howling and growling. <laughs> You know what? There could be benefits to other kin. <laughs> like what? What's, what's the have benefits? A, have a pet other kin? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just thinking dating. Dating? <laughs> just a good submissive cat girl. <laughs> uh, what I said, but we'll, we'll go with that. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't need oh. licking yourself, Jake. That's funny as hell. <laughs> That sound is annoying, by the way. T'Challa come downstairs and sit next to me and start licking himself. And I'm like, yo, shut the fuck Like, it's nothing else he could do that piss me off as much as hearing him go. I'm like, bro, if you don't shut the fuck up and go back upstairs. Yeah, Julia gets grossed out when Meadow does that. <laughs> um, but what was it here? Uh, it was funny. Brandon sent me some link. And a bunch of the people who... Shout out to Brandon, bro. Cheers to Brandon. That's my... Yeah. Brandon, Brian, Mike, whatever his name is. (laughs) Oh, he got called a new name the other day. I think he got called... I think it was Brad. (laughs) Okay. That's close to Brandon, though. I feel like Brandon should be the nickname for... Brad should be that nickname. This guy has known him for like 12 years. Oh, that's disrespectful. (laughs) Yeah, that ain't right. (laughs) <laughs> but uh what was it here uh he sent me this link and apparently oh, uh right. <laughs> apparently a bunch of the people who um were at the capitol hill protest have been getting ratted out by like their ex-wives and shit <laughs> and it's and, and then and um one like uh that one lady uh who got shot um 
um, Ashley Babbitt or something like yep, that. Yeah, that's what I think. I'm pretty um, sure that's her name. She was in a, like a polygamous relationship. Oh. Um, and it was. It's just funny to think about it. Like you have these Trump supporters bum rushing Capitol Hill, and <sighs> it's their ex-wives. Like so, like they're polygamous and 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 they're ex-wives. Yep. Yeah, and and divorcees and stuff like that. Is that not just like sort of poetic? Like, yeah. of course, Trump supporters like have uh, poor relationships with their wives. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> I guess I told y'all last week when you look at that crowd, it wasn't nobody out there like that. You was like, hmm, that man is really out there for the because he understands what's going on, like. It, these are all people who hurt and and yeah. probably don't even listen to anything my man's actually say. They just kind of trying to cling on to something that they think represents them as the, um, you know, lower class. I don't know. Um, lower class, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lord. And so, yeah, that's just funny as hell, bro. Shout outs to ex-wives. This is why you don't get a divorce. Not only are you getting these goddamn, um, you got to pay them checks every month, but they go, they go tell her your ass. <laughs> if they get a yeah, send his ass to jail. I know Ronnie ass. That's Ronnie. He stayed in the trailer <laughs> park over here in Wisconsin. His, his stupid ass drove all the way down there. Go ahead. Pick him up. Pick him up. <laughs> they was getting arrested all when they was getting off the planes, bro. Like y'all seen that shit. Like, imagine you come home, you think you had a successful raid. <laughs> like, what is it, Wazzy? You, you greed rolled uh, um, a, a piece of armor that you needed and you got that motherfucker, a.k.a. the dude stole that podium. As soon as you get mm-hmm. back to the crib, <laughs> you banned from the server. Your ass arrested, bro. <laughs> well, wasn't that part of what I was saying last week was like, I bet you like there's so much video mm. and pictures of all of them. Everyone was streaming. <laughs> Everyone's faces are identified and stuff. Yep. Let them get a load of this out of their system and, and fuck things up a little bit. Um, no real damage. Make sure that things don't get too out of control. And then when they get off the planes, let's get them. Yep, let's get They'll them. They'll be all isolated and shit like that. Super fucking easy. And then when you fly, because some of them didn't fly back the same time others fall back. So imagine you you still there because you like, all right, we raided the Capitol Hill. But I'm about to, I'm about to stay out here for a couple more days and just enjoy D.C. <laughs> And then you, you, open, the cherry blossoms are yeah, you open your phone and you seeing people getting snatched up when they coming back. Like imagine your play ride home, just fucking, <laughs> just fucking shook. Th- just knowing that the FBI waiting for your ass when you get back. So like the <laughs> night before you just getting shitty drunk, like this might be my last day of freedom. I'm about to fuck some strippers. I'm about to get drunk as hell. I'm about to enjoy DC. <laughs> get some of that famous DC crack, you know, and just do it up real good. Just uh, sprinkle some crack on them. <laughs> oh my god! Shout out to Marion Barry. <laughs> oh fuck, bro! <laughs> Damn, y'all uh, funny as hell. Oh, wise, <laughs> what you been watching, bro? And uh, outside of anime, because I had through y'all some uh, some joints I was watching on Netflix and nobody responded. 
so uh i'll feel kind of bad, i actually but i just binged uh supernatural i finished that off Shut the I fuck had... up. ain't no way you just binged a 50 season uh to you yeah. <laughs> well i i was i was done with season or i was i was up through season 12 i had seen so it was just oh, okay. three seasons uh they only had 15 seasons bro i swear to god i thought supernatural bit. had 30 of them bitches at least 15 years oh with these same two main dudes <laughs> acting them motherfuckers is brothers bro like you just <laughs> don't they find they are yeah that's what i'm saying like they if they weren't they are 100 <laughs> percent. that that show became live action anime <laughs> Like by the end, you're like, wait, this this fight. Okay, okay, whatever, sure, yep, okay, yes, when it's you, fun. When I'll you say it. that, was it like, did the did the fight scenes like CGI and choreography get super sick, or are you just saying it, they just made up bullshit and powers it, for to give people? It, 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 it was it was Grand Login all over again. Where by the end of it, you're like, how does a kid in a cave that found a pyramid screwy little necklace? end up being in a giant robot that is fighting or throwing one galaxy at another galaxy. <laughs> like one is the start of the anime and one is the end. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. It's funny going back and binge watching shit. Cause I, I just really restarted to community that. too. That's it. What'd you, shake? Hmm? What'd you say? Waz? I said, what did Jake say? He, oh, he, he yeah, had said something. Yeah. Oh, I just said uh, um, I, I need to get back into Supernatural. Um, I really enjoyed I mean, the... Uh, huh? It's not good, It's but it's entertaining. Right. It's, it's, you know, good. it's, it's, it's good. I mean, if it's entertaining, I, it's good to me. So no, that's I, good. I really enjoyed uh, um, that like uh, soap opera episode. <laughs> that that shit was super fun. I didn't know that. So they, they, they switched it up and hit y'all with like a telenovela type of episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's there was a Scooby episode. There were yeah, that's a what couple I was like real world episodes where they came out into the real world. Yeah, um, like they really broke that fourth wall like in some like really like, funny ways to me. They don't care about walls. Like mm-hmm. because after after seven seasons, guys, as a writer, you think about the writers, you're eventually gonna be like all right, they keep wa- they keep wanting more seasons of this shit. I'm about to do what I want, bro. Like, fuck with y'all. I don't care. <laughs> so the the show was actually supposed to end after season five, but then the writer strike and everything happened during that. And in that process, they got a new producer, Hilarious. and the new producer's like, eh, I don't want it to end. So it didn't. <laughs> well, guess what, producer? You don't got no say in that shit. You got to get money to. I think he does. No, bro, you got to get backing and money from your the TV company. Is the money, man. Yeah. He's the producer. <laughs> I guess, bro. That's hilarious. No, I don't want it to end. Let's go ten more of these things. <laughs> like, yeah, think about that. Like, can you look up you... how much money um, both of them was getting per episode towards the end of Supernatural, Wazzy? Or like even was they peak maybe? It's funny to think about. Like you had planned for the lifespan to be five years, and then you went ahead and resurrected and like put that thing on life support, not just for double that, but like <laughs> it ends up being triple what yes, it was intended bro, to 200%, be. Two hundred percent, bro. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. If you get on a show like that, and as a writer, 
you get to just eventually y'all just y'all just come in like hey what y'all dream about last night yeah i was watching this dog ass uh soap opera let's do a soap opera episode and everybody's like oh hell yeah let's do it and the ideas just start flowing like i know that's what it's like out there they just having fun and then the other so, two your two main actors still get along after 15 years fire go ahead so so the main three people make anywhere from 110 to 175 thousand dollars per episode yep that sounds about right that's nasty <laughs> and they've been doing that 15 years if you but i also think i heard somewhere that like family guy voice actors like the dude who do peter and shit and that mm. might be a well, girl they'll get like a million dollars per episode like mila kunis and shit <laughs> i think I'm, i might have heard that somewhere maybe you could look that up too real quick Wazi. i don't know but a hundred thousand dollars per episode, like you said, for that's a lot of money. That's <laughs> a little bit. That's a couple ducats. Because them bitches coming out weekly, but not to say they coming out every week for a year. But you know, you getting twenty so, episodes. How many episodes per season in that shit? Twenty four, I think. Stupid. Twenty four, twenty six. No, twenty anywhere be between twenty and twenty six. I think there's three hundred and twenty seven <laughs> episodes. What <laughs> I get so. Go ahead, Wazi. Family Guy. It looks like they're making two fifty-ish an episode, which is crazy, bro. That's cool. Well, they also have like Seth MacFarlane doing, you know, four voices. Mila's probably doing three or four voices on a regular basis. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. Um, but I, I feel like I saw somewhere that even if you say one thing in an episode. You get like a full paycheck because <laughs> they've done like episodes where like you haven't seen Stewie or something the whole episode. Then he'll come in in the last second and be like, I'm here. And then it'll go off. <laughs> I think I, I think you're right. I, I think you I think they have to pay if you're on set. Um, like, I don't think they, they have to pay for like phone calls and stuff like that. Um, in, in one of the Supernatural episodes, they could have had somebody come back on. But instead, they just didn't show his face and only showed him shaking hands and driving off. And you're like, come on. The guy's on your speed dial. He was in four episodes ago. You know him. Call him in. Hey, come in for a couple minutes, sit in the car and shake a hand. Yeah, because you're right, Rozzy. I think there is a difference between them seeing you and you actually speaking and your money. That's funny as hell. Fuck Hollywood. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, that's good shit. That's a lot of money to be making per episode for shit, y'all. Ooh wee! All right, y'all want to get into the uh, album review? Yeah, it's uh, doing it. N E R D C and sounds. All the girls standing in the line for the bathroom. All the girls standing in the. All the girls standing in the. Um. So. <laughs> The reason why I chose this album, y'all, N.E.R.D. Um, <sighs> uh, what can I say about this shit, bro? Um, so I think that the main reason, y'all, is because um, when it came out, <clears throat> I was still a young boy. Um, young boy. And I want to pull up the, uh, what's it called, real quick, so I can, uh, some of these statistics, so I can uh, make sure I say them right and not fuck them up. Um, 2008, right? So I was a yep. senior in college. 
um, about to head off to, uh, I mean, I was a senior in high school, my bad, about to head off to college. <laughs> and we kind of already talked about how your uh, taste in music starts really getting formed around 14. But Pharrell had came out with a single before this, probably in like 2005, uh, fronting with Jay-Z. Um, and then even before this, he got one of the most famous beats of all time, right? Grinding with the clips grinding. And you know what I keep in a line and that beat is so famous just because at the time that it came out, <clears throat> motherfuckers are still used to like hard hitting beats, like Wu Tang type bass rattling type shit. And then Pharrell drop come out with this beat for the clips. That's just like and everybody's playing it in the high schools, beating it on their fucking tables with their uh, pencils and shit. <laughs> and then so from that, when he did that, I thought he was just a producer. All right, you just make beats, right? Then he came out with Frontin'. Frontin' was a dog-ass single. And I'm like, fuck, this motherfucker be rapping and singing too? That's crazy, right? So then I kind of followed him a little bit. But Seeing Sounds was the first album, like full album that I listened to of theirs. And I was like, this shit different, bro. Just from the intro. And I'm like, God, I love I love the intro so much just because of um, you know, at the time I was still like 2008, um, a lot of like rap was really changing around that time, right? But it was still like in this mode of like you get Lil Wayne coming out. That was it, like he was still like one of the best rappers alive. And you just wasn't hearing shit like this in hip hop with dudes singing. Um on different type of beats like this in production. So <clears throat> I chose this because this was kind of like that start, like Kanye Lupe was like that, that, that transition for me from the content. And, you know, we've been talking about lyrics um, lately, right? So Lupe and Kanye, their production was not necessarily as different from everybody else's production. And when I say production, I'm talking about beats, right? The beats wasn't necessarily different, but the content, the things that they was rapping about was way different than everybody else. But then this is when I start listening to shit like, damn, these beats is way different than the other shit that I was listening to, along with the shit that Pharrell be singing about and rapping about. Um, <clears throat> So this is it, it started like this transition for me of like. You know, I all and I always had like other shit because when I went to Bloomfield, I used to hang out with, um, you know, dudes on the football team. Right. So um, and we we was all races, bro. White, black, Asian, Mexican, uh, Latino. My bad. <laughs> um, and so everybody listened to different shit. So everybody started putting me on different shit. So I was already kind of making this transition, but I hadn't made that transition within hip hop. Right. So this is me starting to make that transition within hip hop, dog. And it's just Pharrell, um, Hugo, um, Chad Hugo. Um, and I always forget the third. It's a third motherfucker in this group, dog. And I always forget his name. And I need to find it real quick. It's another black dude. Um, da -da -da -da. Shay Haley. <clears throat> um, yeah, he's on the drums, right? Yeah. These dudes um, just switched it up for me, bro. And I just love this vibe. I love this, uh, um, um, what he be talking about on shit. Because he also, uh, once again, it's a lot of different, um, uh, like, inner um, 
meanings in a lot of these songs that I really fuck with. And mm-hmm. I, I, I started um, respecting Pharrell as a rapper between 2000, like five and 2008, because he started jumping on um, songs with like Lupe and Kanye. And there was a time around 2004 to 2006 where there was this rumor that Kanye, Lupe and Pharrell was going to make a super group called CRS. And they dropped two songs together. Both of those songs was crazy, y'all. And then they just never did nothing. <laughs> so I was like, all right, if you can st- if you can get on a track and keep up with Kanye and Lupe at that time, like you know, you I fuck with you, period, point blank, you know. Um, so um I just love seeing sounds from the name. I just love the name, seeing sounds. It's just it's just amazing to me <laughs> just th- thinking about that. And then the actual songs themselves took me to another level of like, oh, I can hip hop has other different types of sounds and it's I can tell it's evolving and I I really fuck with it. So, and then this is when Pharrell became one of my favorite producers, period. Um and then also one of my favorite artists, um even to this day. So, Don't jump at once. Shit. All right. Well, uh, um, <laughs> uh, I was familiar with um, um, Pharrell and and Nerd. Um, I don't know though if I had listened to this album in its entirety before. Um, I know I've listened to nothing the album that came after this. Um, but I'm not sure if I had listened to, to this entirely before. Um. It's a, a really erratic album. Mm-hmm. Hops all over the place. Uh, explores a lot of different sort of uh, textures and stuff. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's really interesting. Um, like for one, just uh, the the title, seeing sounds, and the intro, because um, Pharrell like does have a case of synesthesia. Um, he can see sounds. Um, that's mm-hmm. a real thing, you know. Um, mm. And uh, damn, I didn't even think of that. You right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that in its own, like, for one, I guess, like, to be open enough to go ahead and share that um, is interesting. And then to kind of do it in such a, uh, I mean, it's not a subtle way at all. Like. In the intro, it, he literally says, "I discovered that I could see sounds," mm-hmm. but you just like, "All right, yeah, whatever," and then you know <laughs> you just move on. But then again, like th- this man is is like a musical genius. Um, like, go ahead and look at the the writers for this album. It's all Pharrell. Yep. Hugo, Hugo has some writing credits on like three of the thirteen songs, but ten of them are just Pharrell by himself. Mm-hmm. And it's not like Pharrell doesn't have writing credits on those other three neither. Um, <laughs> you know, you mentioned his beat production and his rapping on uh, other stuff. Um, and yeah, so like, I mean, he's uh, an extremely talented artist, um, and and it just makes it so much more interesting to go ahead and imagine what it's like for him to make this music if mm-hmm. if he can go ahead and see sounds and who i i don't know to what degree he can um so for him making this song isn't really making the song as much as it is or hearing the song but as much as it is painting a picture um and that's so fucking trippy you know like hallucinogens can go can go ahead and mimic these sorts of states and stuff um 
but it just it makes you really wonder like what what is a day in his life like which uh, also reminds me um that i had seen this uh uh ted talk this guy who is uh like wild crazy and um super colorblind like monochromatic just black and white sort of deal and um um he's got this um sensor and camera that's like dangling from his head forehead pretty much that's tapped into the back of his brain and um it goes ahead and he hears certain tones when it picks up certain colors so um he was going ahead and talking about how how it affects the way he dresses and the way he cooks because um, he'll go ahead and be like, you know, I'm feeling a C major today. <laughs> and he'll go ahead and dress in that chord, you <laughs> know. Um, and, and he doesn't, I mean, he still doesn't know what other people perceive it as, really. <laughs> but um, he's like, I mean, I don't know. I look down and, and this, this, this sound, you know, C major represents uh, how I'm feeling today. Um, he might go ahead and cook in a B minor <laughs> or what have you. Um, so um now that's like a i guess the opposite you know of um pharrell here and it's also like a um, a manufactured sort of thing but like twisting uh the the senses and having them uh cross over is just interesting and uh pharrell ex really exposed me to just that whole um spectrum of like the human experience um which i actually just pulled something up and apparently he had, he had discovered his uh synesthesia um while listening to a tribe called quest which uh, that's really fascinating yeah <clears throat> um, but uh let me look at some of my notes here uh oh i don't have them open yet that's why um but um really good album i really like it um it's it's something i felt like i could just put on for any time of day um and it always would fit in somehow. Um, Bro, I played this while I was working out, dog. And I was like, this shit going hard it. with the workout. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, uh, where's the track list now? Let me get my shit organized. So, um, time for some action. Um, I don't know if it was just me, but... I hit I hit play. There's the intro, and then once the intro ends and time for some action starts kicking in, that bass mm -hmm. immediately reminded me of DMX's "Fucking with D." <laughs> Dude, I I get that vibe too for sure. Um, I that whole uh, all the girls standing in the line for the bathroom will always make me crack up laughing. Bro, hilarious, bro. <laughs> <laughs> There was and something you know about... why it's super hilarious to me too? Um, because there was a girl in my high school that just was in love with Pharrell, bro. And she was on the cheerleading team. And they would sometimes make the cheerleaders sit on the bus with the football players after away games. Mm -hmm. And she would bang that shit. Like, you you know, remember headphones didn't have, like, it was sophisticated back then. So if I had no headphones, I had to listen to what you was listening to. So, <laughs> and her, she used to bang that shit, bro. <laughs> um, and also one of the things that uh, got me a lot of respect uh, for Pharrell was uh, when he was actually on, I think, Ellen DeGeneres after, like, that whole happy, like when happy really popped off, 
and uh there's that one video of like people dancing all across the world and shit yeah and like he was all like tearing up and stuff like just that he was able to make that straight impact like positive impact on people i'm like all right this guy's cool <laughs> yeah um let me get back here um on windows i don't know what it was with his voice in um like the chorus but um i was getting some like CeeLo vibes that i haven't felt in a really long time <laughs> Yep. Um, on antimatter, uh, that guitar was fuzzy as hell, um, and the opening guitar riff was really uh, sounding to me like some uh, Black Sabbath, which I was like a little surprised by. Which and and I was also looking up like, all right, well, what do people classify NERD as? And mm. apparently classified as alternative rock, which I wouldn't have guessed. But then like I'm sitting here listening to this guitar riff on uh antimatter i'm like i mean i guess if you had to pick a box <laughs> um, but i then, just uh, lo- i love that bitch though i love that beat i love that shit though <laughs> you so fancy <laughs> oh, don't matter <laughs> <laughs> on sooner or later at the very beginning i had like uh gym class hero vibes which i wondered if there was any sort of uh connection there at all for you between the album and um gym class heroes oh yeah that's this is about the same time that them them albums came out around the same time this is when i started uh, getting into this type of different shit Mm. so yes i always kind of put them together in my head okay so i wasn't losing my mind no 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 no. um then uh the solo on the end of that song was amazing like the guitar solo um then eight went you know happy there had like some real shoegazy vibes to me that i was not expecting at all which is um, hilarious because I, I had forgot that he had another happy before right. the other happy bro <laughs> so when this mm-hmm. one came on i was like oh yeah there was a there was a happy one <laughs> <laughs> part one <laughs> um on uh killjoy there's something about the flow there that reminded me of like some old old rap like Mm -hmm. like some like 80s 70s type rap because it's that it's the cadence where you just Mm -hmm. it's uh and like you can kind of like you hear everything he's saying and then you also can tell like all right i know what you probably gonna rhyme with this in your next line Mm -hmm. (laughs) to where that's how old rap used to be. They didn't want you to not be able to know what they were saying. It was all for partying. I want right. you to learn my lyrics so that when I come to this next party, you can sing along with me, Wise, and we're going to all have a fucking good time. I don't want it to be complicated. <laughs> it's simple. <laughs> um, yeah, like a communal effort, right? Mm-hmm. Like We're all singing together. Everybody sing. Hip, hop, hippie, hippie to the hip, hip, hopping, you don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> um you know what um, was really funny to me because there's a part of it um, where uh, I can't remember if it was the cadence or if, no, I want to say it was actually the music in the background um, reminded me of Eddie Murphy's my girl likes to party all the time. (laughs) There's like a, uh, uh, I think it might even just be in the same key. I got to think about it though, but you write. (laughs) Um, and then, uh, what was it here on, uh, shit, um, that was the Eddie Murphy for having that one fire song randomly out of nowhere. 
<laughs> with Rick James in the video too. That was ridiculous. <laughs> if you ever want to know who was a rock star, how how are you a comedian and a rock star? This like that motherfucker was too famous. <laughs> <laughs> um, shouldn't ever gave them any money. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you want you want to say it so bad? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> don't, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Shake and bake. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, what was it here? The last song, uh, Laugh About It. I'm sitting there listening to it, and I'm like, this reminds me of uh, Fabulous's Youngin'. Oh, yeah. I and think I'm he like, made that beat. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, like, that's why I looked up just a second ago. Um, like, cause I wanted to make sure that I had that all right. And that I wasn't like <laughs> just quoting it. And then I looked down, uh, um, like for that single under songwriter, uh, John Jackson, Chad Hugo, I'm like, all right. Yeah. And then producers, <laughs> the Neptunes. Yep. Like, yeah. Well, there we go. Yep. Um, yeah. So just like, you know, um, a lot of the conversation that we had about Kanye West and, um, like just how prevalent he is in music and how much he's changed music because everywhere you go you hear kanye yeah um the the same has to be said of you know pharrell and the neptunes and which uh you know because of like they're just everywhere right um and they've touched so much on music but what exactly could you help me understand the difference between the neptunes and n-e-r-d is it just shay yeah no i think that that's the um the same shit <laughs> just it like is. a rebrand yeah 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 so okay you, yeah, but i uh, but you're right i think it is i think the neptunes might just be just the fact that it's just chad and um and pharrell because they actually make beats but yeah <clears throat> but chad but the the last dude their shape they only brought him in because they was making a song and they was like this shit ain't hitting hard enough. Like we need some, we need something else to hit. And like you said, he played the drum, so he just started. He got in there and started killing it. And it was like, that's exactly what we needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some good ass drumming over it. Yeah, and and the the bass line on every single song is wild. Yeah. Oh man, I love a bass line. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's what I had. It, I, I enjoyed it. It's weird though. Um, so like the first half of the album while i was listening to it i kind of got like late 80s mid 90s like turntable style hip-hop is kind of like what it felt like he was going for um so like me so horny and like beastie boys and that kind of stuff where it's Mm -hmm. sampled over and over again Mm -hmm. uh i mean so like all of the the tracks through the album all have individual components i really like just for my ear, it didn't quite get executed as well as I, w- I would have hoped, um, or not hope, but I don't, I don't know how to word it. But like, I can see that it was almost to where I'd really like it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And maybe a listen down the road once I've given it time, maybe then I'll like it more. But like, even um, sooner or later, like, I liked almost the entire song. It was just that guitar solo was probably 30 to 45 seconds too long. It's, it, you know, it's like little stuff like that that just make me almost really want to like it. Um, I think You Know What was my, my favorite song on it. You like both half of uh, Sooner Than Later? Because it got like a slower part in the beginning and then they kind of switch it up in the second half. I, 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 lo- 
I wasn't a huge fan of the slower part. I think it was done well, but it, it it wasn't bad enough that I'd say it was a negative for the song, if that makes sense. Yeah. I just love that uh, whole song, but I wasn't sure which I, I, I just wanted to know if you liked both halves or if it was the second half that you uh, liked more. That makes sense. No, I like, I liked both, both, both halves. Um, they're very different. Uh, so how many people sing in this album? Cause I kind of have an interesting, well, not interesting to me question. Just for real. Okay. So you might have some girls doing some, different but, but, but he did all of the, the main vocals. singing and rapping mm-hmm. because it was really interesting. Cause I was, li- I was listening through and is it intro or everybody knows, or everyone knows where he, he has, he has a singing part in it. It might be. Everybody knows it has a breakdown towards the end. Uh, it, it might be that. So he's trying to use his rap voice to sing. And I think, thank you. That no, throws just, me off. <clears throat> go ahead. I was just trying to figure out. It is. <clears throat> Sorry. Damn. I, I can't remember which one. It was one of them. He, but I could tell he was using his rapping voice to sing. And that was what threw me off. Because later when he was doing head voice and falsetto, I had absolutely no issue with the singing. Like, I'm like, cool. I like it. I can get into it. When he sang with the rap voice, that was what threw me off. And I'm wondering if in the past, those are also kind of, are kind of what was throwing me off a little bit. Like, because there is a very strong vocal tenor that I need. Um, but yeah, it was, it was interesting to, to kind of see on my end. So you you would like most of a song, but then there would be something in certain songs that you would be like, I didn't really like that part of the song. Yeah, it. I I don't know how to explain it, but it it like, it creates an unco- like a physical uncomfortableness in me. Um, I, I I don't know how to explain it, but it like that's the when best I way to explain it. Because yeah, if I hear somebody. I feel physically uncomfortable <laughs> for sure. If I hear like somebody try to hit a note that they don't really hit and you can, you just kind of be like, mm, I don't I ain't like that. When, <laughs> when there's a strong lack of confidence of singing too, that I'm like, I can hear you are trying your best, but not at all. Mm-hmm. And but that's, but that what's funny about the falsetto thing you said is that's what, that was his first single fronting. He's singing this falsetto the whole song, and it's like, damn, I didn't even, you know, you you just know him because he made the grinding beat for so long that he come out with a single, and then the first thing you hear him do is, is I was just fronting, you know I want you, babe. And it's like, it's this high tone, like falsetto, like the whole way through. And I'm like, wait, when did, I, when did you start doing that? <laughs> <laughs> and he had NERD stuff out before that, but I wasn't I wasn't peeping all that shit um, until he he had uh, got the Jay Z collab. So no, I understand uh, Wazzy. I think that a second listen through probably would help out though, because once third. you get familiar or huh third third yeah, yeah third maybe. Um, uh, there was something I was about to say. Fuck. Oh. Um, another main reason why I did, um, um, bring this up and it's one of the reasons why I also had brought up Kanye is that sometimes I don't think I, um, fully explain how shit like this affects, um, 
uh, like affected me, right? I'll just say that, right? And I think we all had songs and music like that, right? But <clears throat> just just think about Mike, right? I'm a, a fucking video game playing, anime watching ass nerdy ass black kid. And the only thing I mean, that the only thing that ever made me popular is the fact that I played basketball. If I didn't hoop, y'all, I would have been <laughs> so lame. It was crazy, right? So I would for a long time I listened to certain shit because I thought, hey. You're black. This is what you're supposed to listen to, right? You, you don't. I don't. I never wanted to hear from other black kids at my school, like, man, you a Oreo. Like that shit used to piss me off, and I got into a lot of fights about shit like that. Like, don't call me nothing. It took a while before I realized, like, fuck what you talking about, dog. I'm cool. I like what I like, and these is one of those albums that made me say, bro, I like what I like, dog. And especially seeing as everybody knows was a uh, one of those singles that came out. I'm like, come on, bro. You can't tell me that this shit don't bang. And then and I start getting other my other friends to be like, yeah, that shit hard. Yeah, I know it's hard, motherfucker. Like, stop lying. Stop playing with me, dog. I know what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> actually, now that I think about it, I think everybody knows came out later. I think I might have already been in college when. Oh, damn. I, can y'all when y'all look up the month that this came out in? Because I went to college in uh, September of 2008. So I, I feel like this might have even came out when I was going into college. June. 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 So, okay. I had just graduated, headed into college. So I was, okay. So, you know, these type of albums, like the Yays, the Lupes, the NERDs, are the, um, and the gym class hero shit, you know, my chemical romance type shit, like, these these things is what started making me say fuck what y'all talking about y'all <laughs> like this is good music and i'm not about to pretend like i don't like it just to appease y'all or seem like i'm blacker like this makes me less black because i like it i don't give a fuck about what y'all talking about no more and this was one of those albums that really put me on a uh um that really like topped it off like uh, you know if i think back about the shit that start making me that i'll listen to that i really like and start helping me get past certain shit this is one of them um and i just want to make sure that i kind of express that the correct way like these ain't just regular joints for me sometimes it's you know it's i mean it's, and step, and it's stepping stones i i almost like hearing that after so it doesn't play into my enjoyment of the album mm -hmm. um because again, we don't have to like the same music That's just a fact. because one of us likes it. Yep. Uh, Jake, I had a question for you. Uh, if your favorite singer, D Disturbed Dude, was added to a track, does that ruin the song for you? Or like, like if he was like a guest singer for like part of a chorus or. Um. I don't think that he's what I, I, I think you hate his voice, right? Sorry. Well, I mean, I hate disturbed. Um, I don't think that it's namely because of him, though. Okay. Um, I'm not a fan of his, um, but I don't think that that would kill something for me. Uh, for me, it's honestly much more of that fucking shitty ass guitar um that's that's much more of a nuisance 
Okay, I mean, so what's your question? Would you I, uh, explain the question for me real quick, Wazi? You say if so, you if 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 a person that you don't like features on a song that you do so, like, so does the, it ruin a song? The 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 base of the question is: Can one very annoying portion of a song ruin an entire song? And like that had happened on one of the albums with Gym Class Heroes. Uh, I can't remember who was singing. It was somebody singing on one of them. It just, it made me not want to listen to them, even though they were only a couple small portions and it made me just not like the song. Uh, I was just wondering if that happened to anybody else. Absolutely. But I, this also happens, Wazi. I like the song so much that I end up start fucking with that shitty part in the song, bro. <laughs> like I, I can't explain it, but sometimes I, I'll like, like you said, if it's, you know, 30 seconds of the song, but I like, you know, the other three minutes of it, I'll listen to a song and that happened. That does happen a lot in rap Wazi, Cause it's a lot of, there's a lot of collaboration in rap as far as features and shit. Well, I'll hear songs where my favorite rapper has two verses on something and then somebody else has a third verse and a third verse, probably only, you know, 10 to 12 bars, right? When a, a regular rap verse is probably 16 and I'd be like this motherfucker ruined the song, but my favorite rapper went so hard on it and the beat so cold that eventually you just start laughing at the third dude's verse. And then you start knowing this verse because it's so ass like <laughs> she got a big booty. So I call a big booty. You just start saying that shit. And then eventually you kind of get over it. So yeah, there's def that definitely happens to me. me, but it also happens the other way too, Wazi, where I'll be like this motherfucker ruined the song. I'm not listening to it no more, but probably more times than not. I kind of make myself, um, not make myself. I end up liking certain songs. If the other portion is 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 really good, I don't know if Jake feels mm -hmm. that way. Though. I mean, and then you end up liking his part eventually. <laughs> I, I can't think of a good example. Um, um, like I said, I'm not really that big of a fan of the disturbed dude's voice. Um, but like I can't, like I I could think of plenty of applications of it where I think it would be a huge great asset. Um, but yeah, so. I'm not very imaginative, so I'm struggling to come up with any sort of example where I could be like, okay, I felt this way when I heard this or, or whatever. Well, so. you didn't like Mike Shinoda's verse on one of the Linkin Park songs where he was talking about um, oh, yeah, how yeah. much better he was than everybody else. And he was like, what does that mean? <laughs> he, well, he, he was breaking down his verse. It was like, this shit don't even make sense. Did that I, make I, you hate that song? Um, or Master just, of Numerology, yeah. Combat Theology, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. Bang Theology, yeah, it was part of it. Um, um, no, no, I, I don't think that that like would go ahead and ruin a song for me. So you you like a song and then just end up eventually being like I'm a master of the world. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't go that far and stuff, but like, yeah, I okay. So now I got to think about because. For you, Wazi, is it like, all right, if I don't like one song, one part of the song is thrown away? You think that that's what you are? All or nothing. Yeah, is it all or nothing for you? Yeah. Because I feel like no, we probably... Go ahead. It, it's, it's more of a... If you have two cookies, one is, is chocolate chip peanut butter, and the other is cranberries, and 
you like both of them, but you don't like cranberries as much, you're gonna order the other one. So I'm gonna listen to the other song. Okay. I'm not gonna cranberries. cranberries. What the? I'm gonna fuck? listen to the I peanut butter. Heard, heard, bro. I never. Are heard you of eating cranberry, cranberry cookies, bro? Are you eating cranberry yeah, cookies, bro? Is this a Polak yeah, thing? No, cranberry cookies are common. You got in Hamtramck? Common where? Bro? Where is cranberry? What in Warsaw? Cranberry and white chocolate. Cranberry and white chocolate. I mean, so like, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm going ahead and roasting the idea of cranberry cookies here, but I would love to go ahead and give one a try. But look at, did you see that? Have you ever seen that cookie before in your life? I've never seen it before in my life. This motherfucker said that bitch is common sense. That's common. That's common crazy. sense. You didn't say common sense, Mike. That's a but bar. Where's my man's Common. Mouth? Common's also a rapper. Common's AKA is also common sense. So I just went to common sense on your ass. But Quasi, yeah, <laughs> you just hit us with some new shit. Um, <laughs> do you bake, Quasi? Can do you bake? No, oh, I hate baking. See? Yeah, me too, bro. It's just I, I so hate... much. Yeah. I, I like cooking and I like ovens, but I hate the flowery baking type stuff. It's, it's too precise. Man, too precise, like- bro. And then when you get to stirring that uh, flour dough shit and it's all super hard, if you ain't got like one of them machines, no thank you. Dude, um, Julia really wants a stand mixer, but those hoes are like expensive. four or five hundred bucks. Expensive. Um, but yeah, sorry, Wazzy. Uh, go ahead and finish up. So overall, would um, I don't want you to give a grade of it, but you listened to it twice. Um, it, you, it, the 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 songs all had elements that individually I really like. It was just the execution didn't match my ear and what it wanted to hear. Okay. I'm rolling. So, I mean, it wasn't bad by any means. It's just, I'm not going to throw that on as a, I, I enjoyed listening to it. Okay. Nah, I so, feel you. three and a half out of five. For sure. That's a good rating. <clears throat> you know what? I think that shows should, not shows, that used to be like a big thing. And I, and, and like, um, I don't know if, I'm pretty sure they did, but like the source Used to be like a big hip hop uh, magazine that would review every album that came out and then it would give it mics, right? So if you got a five mics in the source, that means your album was fire. And that's when reviews actually led to people buying your albums and shit. People like actually re- relied on reviews to help them decide whether I was going to spend my $10 on your album or not, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, you only hear one song from most albums. Exactly. <laughs> Back to you, bro. It was just so. Damn, I miss them days. The mystique, like, damn, this, this, I don't know, bro. But it's also like I'm relying on this one person or these two people to tell me if the album was good or not. Like, what if I don't got the same taste as you? But what and I was getting to is that, that uh, you said what was, and you don't listen to it. Yeah. You find somebody who thinks you do. Like. <laughs> uh, you, that's what I'm saying. You, but when it comes out, you relying on the magazine, you wasn't really thinking about the actual person who's like, uh, reviewing the shit. Right. Um, so I just kind of wonder, like, um, did, did, did y'all ever look at reviews and shit for like, um, the albums y'all was listening to when y'all was growing up? No. I I always had some sort of access to find the rest of the album to listen to it ahead of time if I had wanted to. 
Wazi, you were born in the early days of the internet. So please tell me how you had access in the middle 80s to figure out if an album was good or not before uh, you bought it. It would have been... Or early 90s? So, yeah, probably 91, 92, maybe 93. There was like Kazaa, LimeWire, File, FTP sites. I, um... Damn, bro, I feel like I didn't get on that shit till 98. I was still a baby, though, so I was only eight at that time. So maybe I just wasn't smart enough to there, even look for that shit. <clears throat> sorry, I'm, I'm trying to find what it was there called. Was it was like, damn, you saying LimeWire was around at 90, 91? Oh, yeah, yeah. You said what, Jake? Usenet. Usenet. There was also IRC channels. Man, there was is torrenting back then. That's crazy. Yeah. But it didn't become a well, big issue till not. like 2000, though, y'all. So I don't know what happened. Napster really blew the bo- blew the box up, huh? No, I mean I think it's so like what Wazzy's talking about was the time when like you could do all this stuff, but there was a high bar in order to be able to actually do it. You yeah. know, so yeah. it was a much smaller minority who mm-hmm. was doing. You got to actually know how to do it and have yeah. the equipment and internet to do it. <laughs> yeah, like like. Joe Schmo wasn't just like yeah. hopping around using that or BBS and stuff like that, you know. I feel um, you. But uh, that's why I love having y'all on, bro. Y'all be putting me up. So again, My older like, brothers, bro. <laughs> I never had older brothers, man. I just, it feel good to have older brothers, bro. <laughs> but with the democratization of like the internet and more people having access and stuff like that, now this little bitty problem of Wazi. <laughs> going ahead and downloading the album becomes, you know, like, well, now a whole high school is downloading albums. Right. And stuff. So what about you, Jake? Did you ever look at reviews? I don't recall, but I blacked out most of my, uh, most <laughs> of my life. So yeah. I, the, the best part is that whenever your mom shares a picture of y'all, like as kids, I never know which one you are, Jake. You've Me changed neither. so much over your over the last 30 years, bro. Every time she posts a picture, I'm like, which one is fucking Jake, bro? This guy is a chameleon, dog. If you ever decided to do some wild shit and then just run away, Jake, <laughs> this is probably why you're growing your beard so that when you finally get your final plan, you cut that motherfucker off, dye your hair, and you Gucci, bro. You changing your name to Bob Saget, and then every time you see somebody, they're going to be like, oh, you share the same name as Bob Saget. You be like, yeah, I know. Hi, that's funny, right? Let me through the border, bitch, and then you gone. <laughs> I had the name first. Okay. <laughs> um. So that's funny, bro. I used to roll out heavy on reviews, even with being able to torrent and shit and and download music i still like actually cared about that stuff so did y'all not have that for rock music or i mean it was there i would it was there listen to it and if i didn't like it i'd delete it yeah i mean you you had all sorts of different um uh publications like kerrang um i want to say metal hammer like all sorts of different um uh, venues that were rating everything and stuff, but um, I don't know, like that stuff required like Require the, the, reading. Well, yeah, and I, I, I ain't too good at that. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I was out on a dirt road. Like, it's not like I had access to just go to a store where like they had like magazines with reviews in them. Right. You know, it like, is. It is also harder to find new artists. Um, 
Like I had found out Linkin Park's whole LP Underground stuff because of Blink 182, because they have a song called Carousel on Cheshire Cat. And Blink or uh, Linkin Park also has a song unreleased called Carousel. So and like you download Blink that on Excel. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> so like uh, that happened with no effects and a simple plan maybe i can't remember there was another punk pop band that they had two songs that that were named the same but different bands that's fire dude that was the like the wild days like yeah, the wild i remember days. going ahead and trying to, to download some ramstein and uh accidentally downloading some K, uh, kdmfm and uh like what the hell is this <laughs> that was Maybe it's still crowd music, but... Uh, those some good days. Also, before we uh, end the segment and get up out of here, um, I had earlier kind of said that that was one of the things about um, hip-hop with the features and stuff. Like, you get a feature on your album, and then that verse might not be a verse that you personally like, and it'll kind of take a song down a peg. How often are groups like rock groups, metal groups and stuff collabing with each other, y'all? It's like never. Nowadays, more a lot more frequently. Uh, I'd say in the past four or five years, a lot more frequently. Um, but previous to that, it was usually a big event for, you know, to have the drummer from Rush or, you know, whatever the big thing may be uh or a couple super groups uh yeah. those seem to come up and go away pretty quickly too yeah that's what i was gonna say um that it wouldn't be so much like um features and that sort of thing or collabs on an album as much as it would be um a super group because um, a lot of these guys are in hell like five different bands you know i mean Corey taylor that's another thing three i'm glad you, i didn't even think about that. go ahead what you say was Corey taylor has three bands <laughs> like he is part of three bands and leading three bands mm-hmm. what what is that <laughs> no i understand that but is that because this band has this style this band has this mm-hmm. style this yep. band has that style okay. all three are completely different tonality like Mm-hmm. different cores and I, I i'm asking this knowing just as a music guy but i just want to hear what y'all say how hard is it do y'all think to say let's get two bands together just to collab on one song and what i'm saying is all right two lead singers two guitarists two drummers two bassists two uh keyboardist right and then so now the two head lead singers that's easy y'all both get a verse right you get one verse he get a verse and then y'all like uh do like melodies and harmonies on the hook but then after that maybe you know how it, it seemed like it could be a pretty good zipper effect of this guitarist play here he play here this drummer play here play here y'all play together yeah. <laughs> so tell me, let me that's y'all shaking y'all head no, so just talk to me now. Why not? And what's the issue? I mean, for like for one, especially from like the the drummer's per, per, drummer perspective, it just doesn't feel natural to me. <laughs> like to, for one, like what are you going to be doing? Going back and forth? 
no, no. Or are you guys going to be playing together? Like, um, it just seems like real cumbersome, especially like to have an entire band crossover like that, or uh, fusion for a song. Well, that and just just two different groups writing alone is you have one person who's who's used to writing for their entire band and you have another person who's writing for their band how can you write something for another band when you don't know what their guitarist is capable of or something like that and not you have two mention, writers yeah well, and not to mention just two the two frontmen like a band is barely big enough for a single <laughs> egotistical asshole of a, of a singer let alone having two in that hoe <laughs> Yeah, I was I was thinking more so of like literal space. I thought y'all was gonna bring that up, like how could we literally get all these people on one stage? <laughs> um, but um, as far if we're just talking about writing and creating the music, guys, I think that y'all don't give y'all artists enough credit because whether you know it or not, they already work with other people. <laughs> For especially like lead singers, they're already working with other people to help them make some songs. Like you can go out your way, and it wouldn't ha- it couldn't be with just a random band. So let me also say that it would have to be with a band that you're already familiar with, y'all already kind of get along with, got the same views with. And I don't, I don't know if if bands even have that type of relationship with each other anymore. You know what I'm saying? But it would have to be like, I like him. He like me, our bands get along. So let's sit down and let's write something together. You could def, you could always collab and write something together with somebody else, y'all. And then I'm not talking about playing at the same time, neither Jake. I'm talking about, all right, me, your drummer, my guitarist, your pianist, my bassist do the first verse. And then, you know, zipper in you, blah, 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 blah. And you know, mine's yours, mine's yours. Do the second verse, and then you kind of figure it out after that during the bridge. Who gets here? Who gets there? Some solos. I think it. I I don't. I don't think it'll be easy, but I think somebody could pull it off. It would take two special bands though to do something like that, Um, and it would be a hard work. But I think some. I think somebody could actually pull some shit like that off and and pull it off pretty well. But it would take a lot of work. I think and that's probably why it don't happen ever. <laughs> well, I, I think it's just such a different culture, you know, yeah. like uh, hip hop, um, rap, like that is the normative culture there. You know, I mean, I, I do know that, you know, some rappers will have relationships with certain producers and will do like a certain amount of their work with them, but they're used to swapping people out. Right. Yeah. Uh, whereas a band literally is a family, you know. Um, and it's an intense personal, um, relationship. And I'm not saying that like rappers don't have that with producers or anything, but like, it's this one thing like, no, this is the band. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that, and, and stuff. So, um, one of the things that I had thought of when you were talking was, um, on, oh, what is it? Uh, Mastodon's album Leviathan, they have a song called Blood and Thunder. And on that uh, song, there's additional vocals done by uh, the singer from Clutch. I've seen the two of them on tour together. And uh, you would think that maybe Mastodon would play Blood and Thunder 
and that uh, Neil would come out and he would go ahead and do his vocals on there. <laughs> it didn't happen, you know. Even though like they that just song didn't play been... that song at all, or they played it no. and he didn't do his verse. Oh, okay. No, they didn't play the song at all. <laughs> which it's it, like you would kind of expect that, to, like that they would, right? Like mm-hmm. this is a unique thing for this tour. You get to see it in its fullness. Um, and uh, I so saw, he was like, on tour with them, and they still never played that song. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, I, uh, you know, I've seen uh, who is it? Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson um, on a tour together, and um, like they've done some work together, but like manson was on stage manson went off stage zombie came on zombie went off you know um sort of like that that separation and especially in that case i mean i don't know rob zombie seems pretty cool and uh rather laid back but marilyn manson has a huge fucking ego Mm -hmm. um and stuff so um that could be uh, like a bit of a difficulty what you was about to say wazoo uh I have no idea. I was just looking up a picture of Rob Zombie. That I, I remember a performance he had where he had like 12 foot black mechanical wings that moved as he moved. <laughs> and it was hilarious. not, I, I, I could see Marilyn Manson doing a similar step piece where it's like, like stage wide is his costume. But <laughs> yeah, I just, <clears throat> as far as like when you perform it live on stage, I can see the physical aspect of it being an issue where you're going to put two drums, two guitars, two pianists, two basses uh, on stage at some places. But if you're a mega band, you're on a stage that can definitely fit that. The hard part is going to find another band and it's not even you. You can be the mega band and other bands you're working with can be just like a dope, like up and coming or new and brand. So that you don't really got to deal with the ego. They just happy to be up there with you and getting the shine that they got. Um, and I just, I don't know. I just feel like that would be something really dope that <clears throat> I feel like everybody in the, um, in that industry probably think like y'all too, like this, this, that, that, that the industry wise when I don't know, I mean, maybe, I- maybe I should sit back and say, fuck all the other bullshit. Let's make it happen. And it's going to be hard, but let's work through it. And then let's perform it. I, I think the biggest thing is lack of any real benefit of doubling up of all the instruments. Um, maybe a super creative band will have one person on traditional drums and one person on electric drums so that you get different sounds, sounds. in one you can play around with. Yep. I don't think it's impossible. I think most bands doing it doesn't make any sense because you don't gain anything. Um, yeah. I think that you... Okay, so this is... So maybe that is the thinking that they have. So let me talk to you bands real quick and tell you what the gain is. Rappers don't, and hip hop, people aren't just featuring with other people just because I want to feature with him and I like him. Jake, you my best friend. I like you. I want to make a song with you. That's not what it's about at the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's, let me get on a song with a, another band and increase my reach to other fans, guys. Which we, we, we've already said that they do that. They'll grab in the vocalist. They'll grab in a bassist. They'll grab in a drummer. So 
that's already been happening for a long time. No, I understand that. That's cool. And but it's when you when you're doing that shit. So when you grab in another bassist, another guitarist, and another drummer or whatever, they're just playing your your band's songs, right? Not always. Um, Youngblood wrote, wrote part of his uh, of Obey. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, no, you know, Sight- I, I mean, I guess what I mean is like, um, you pull a, you pull a guitarist from you know. Um, I don't know. Just name a band. It's your band. You're not playing his band's music. You're just playing. No, but your... if you're bringing Slash to another band, you it's gonna have Slash oh, spin up. Shit, my bad. Regardless of what they write. So you said what? I just made my shit. If they bring somebody like Slash in, it doesn't matter what they write. It's still gonna have that that Slash flair that he likes. Like his sound, right? Yeah. But they're playing That'd their songs so. though. It'll still be his sound, but somebody else could have wrote the actual notes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. So and I think that there's that's 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 something, right? Yeah, there's a dope ass. We got Slash out here. He's he's playing our song, but it's got the Slash sound to it. But there's something to the fact that I don't. Uh, you don't just do features just because you're doing features, guys. I don't know how else to say it. You do features because you're reaching out to other people that you're that you're that you wouldn't reach in other circumstances. Yes, yeah, Slash is um, a good example, but that's a, already a mega motherfucker right there. I'm not talking about guys like that. What's up, big homie? I'm talking about my boy. <laughs> How'd you get down here? Right, but like, I, I guess what like I would say is like that doesn't work for just anybody. Like, if you go ahead and. I don't know, oh, but the um, the basis of Godsmack have him doing a, a song like a um, on a Slipknot song, like that's not going to, to bring anything unique. Like I mean, like that that would bring something unique to it, but that's not going to sell it me on anything. Now, if I hear Slash being featured on something, or but especially if I hear a vocalist, if I hear you know. Um, help pretty much if i hear Corey taylor on a song now i'm interested kind of you know what i mean um but i don't think it just works with any old joe schmo and certain instruments it works better than others so but y'all gotta understand what i'm saying i'm not talking about one motherfucker guys i'm talking about two full bands and this but this is what it is the fact that you both are sitting here saying it can't happen that's gonna be is it don't make sense when somebody does do it together, Rob Zombie and Slipknot come together, they got their full bands and the song is actually dope. That is going to make you say, oh, that's crazy. They brought their full band and their full band together and created something that's actually super fucking dope. And if it comes out dope, it's going to create a wave of shit that they never even thought that they could get into. But since they haven't even tapped into that type of thing yet, you'll never know what the potential is of it. Sure, yeah, bringing in one person from band. a band is all you've already done that. Fuck that. I'm not talking that about your that. example. Bringing one person in a band. No, yeah. no, no. That's not what I said. No, what are you talking about? You're, you're, Literally bringing one person from a band into another. No, that's not my example. That was y'all. Y'all told me that that's what happened before. And I got the tape. I told y'all what happens if we got two singers, two drummers, two guitars, two basses, two pianists, 
both all on here. And I said that the reason, the, the main reason I can say that it's going to be an issue is because the physical aspect of them being on the, on the stage, that's a lot of instruments to have on stage. But besides that, you on a big stage with a big joint that can hold everybody. Um, that shit will be, end up being fucking dope if y'all get together. But why go ahead and, I mean, bands struggle with, especially once they are successful, they struggle with the personalities within their own band to go ahead and double that. It's so incredibly unwieldy. And then you have to rewrite songs and rethink music in such a, a, a No, no, a I'm just talking way. about one song. I'm just talking about one song. You bring right. two bands together to make yes. one song. Mike, Mike you're talking about bringing 10 people together, yeah. at the very least, 10 people together for a single song yeah. that's supposed to be performed where? on on an album and and then like how am i ever going to hear this if i go to the slipknot concert i want to hear this song but i'm only hearing half of the song because they're not on tour with zombie no this, like, but this so, is exactly what people do people come out with songs all the time together you got mega stallion and the baby have three collaborations together. Guess what they do? They go on tour together after their albums drop, and then they can put they one person performs, the other person performs, and then whoever's headlining, the other the the person who's that the, that didn't headline comes out and they perform their songs together, and then they go to the next city. That's what you would do. It's not a lifetime thing. It's just for it's just for that one time when y'all do it, and when y'all go around the tour and uh, go around the country and tour together. And I, and that happens a, a bit. I've seen that uh, from re-recordings twi uh, quite a bit, but again, that'll be a random song at the end when the he uh, one of the bands is like, "Hey, we have so and so joining us because yeah, they're right, on but tour." It's not the entire band. I'm talking about the it's, entire band. No, I'm not talking about just one person joining. Well, I mean, the fact that we haven't seen it probably is indicative of an inherent issue with trying to do it. I, I mean, can't imagine I, that we're the first people in the world to go ahead and. But this is why I brought the conversation up. I, 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 I'm on the same page as you. I just want to know what the issues is. And really, I think it's what you said, Jake. It's just getting 10 people together at least that can agree on something. And you just haven't found two bands that like each other enough and, can, and have the same ideals enough to come together with something. But we've seen more than 10 people in bands come together and do shit before, man. There's whole orchestras out here <laughs> and there's whole, there's, there's all type of shit out here that can, that points you towards the fact that you can have 10 people making songs together, singing together and, and doing shit dog. And, and I don't know, I just, it, but what it comes down to is these, these egos, these superpowers and which bands will be able to actually pull it off and do it. So. Yeah, so uh, uh, what do we have next? <laughs> no what you was about to say uh, about tool well i was gonna say just say like a uh, tool takes a a decade for to release a single album because four guys can't decide on shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm, I'm um, telling y'all one day this shit gonna happen and it's gonna create a wave to where it's gonna get annoying <laughs> because there was a time when people didn't fucking collab in hip-hop and then once you start seeing, oh man, people really like when these two big artists collab, it, 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 it makes you a lot of money. And these big bands are going to end up being forced to collab together to the point where we're going to get sick of that shit. Like, oh my God, here they go with this gimmick again. But whoever do it first correctly is going to be fucking legendary. It's going to be on some Run DMC, Walk This Way type of legendary shit. 
when they when they do some stuff some uh do that shit dog <laughs> i mean again like i i don't see like the added benefit of having 10 guys on stage when instead of five you can have six have the singer of a band hop on stage and that creates um that um cross-pollination i think just as much as having everyone on there this is what it is jake the fact that we know how hard it is when you finally if you get two full bands to do something together people are going to love that just off of the gimmick in itself oh my god they they got both of these bands fully together that shit's fire and and maybe it won't impress you jake but there when there's reason there's pop charts there's people who just like gimmicks there's people who just like storylines there's people who just like um um mainstream shit so when you pull it off just like that they're gonna love it alone just because of uh of what it is it's not just six people we've seen that before we've never seen two full bands come together before and and it's gonna be um uh gimmick gimmick is the word but i'm think i'm trying to think of another word for it but i can't think of it right now I'm torn between three different albums, <clears throat> and I haven't been able to figure it out yet. I'm trying to come up with a um, tactic to go ahead and make you guys uh, decide it for me. But there's a couple things that I'm already feeling, so... Just give us a number, uh, one through three. No, it's going to be... Uh, Audio Slave's debut album, Audio nice. Slave. I 100% approve it. Uh, approve of that. We ain't listened to this already. No. We haven't heard anything from. Cornell. Well, I guess, yeah, kind of sideways, but not not them. Mm. Members of. Mm. Was it just was the album just called Audio Slave? Yeah, it was self-titled. Figure go ahead and uh, switch it up from uh from the Tchaikovsky. <laughs> <laughs> switch up, switch up, switch up. Yeah, yeah I don't know how many times I've started that album. So I haven't I haven't listened to it in a while. I'm actually excited to to listen to it again. Yeah, uh I haven't listened to it in a minute neither, but like just looking at the track list, I already got a couple songs stuck in my head. <laughs> All right, boys, we listen to Audio Slaves. Audio Slave. This was the No Consensus Podcast. Peace.